This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the triumphant return of the voiceless wonder, Kathy Ramon. Speaking goes let's see how that goes. All right, let's take a look at traffic. What's going on this morning, Cass? We've got an accident. 42 freeway northbound at 295. You're jammed back to 41. The left lane is blocked. 55 northbound heavy from Deptford to 42. And then on the uh, Philadelphia roads, you're okay on the Schuylkill 95. The Blue Road, the Vine, all moving along nicely this morning. There are closures in Norristown uh, because of construction. 202 uh, closed northbound between West Main Street and Elm Street. And then Main Street closed between Barbados Street and Astor Street. This traffic report brought to you by AAA Car Care. This month, AAA members get a standard oil change for just $19.99 only at AAA Car Care Centers. See store for details or visit AAA.com slash my car. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of December. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man is facing murder charges in connection with a deadly house fire that claimed the life of one person early Sunday morning. The fire began just after midnight in the 600 block of Sharon Avenue in Darby Township, Delaware County. According to court records, 30-year-old Aaron Clark is facing a long list of charges including murder and arson. Police believe Clark did this in retaliation for his girlfriend ending their relationship. 20-year-old Olivia Drasher, who had cerebral palsy, was trapped when Clark allegedly set fire. She did not make it out of the home alive. According to a GoFundMe page, Drasher's mother, who is a Philadelphia police officer, and Drasher's twin, who were able to escape unharmed. Drasher's nurse uh, escaped with injuries. Her older sister was not home at the time of the fire. According to sources, investigators believe that Drasher's older sister ended a relationship with Clark. They say he knew the ex-girlfriend was not home at the time of the fire, but was aware her two sisters were inside. Oh, my God. After that afternoon, he allegedly threatened his ex-girlfriend and telling her that he would post compromising photos of her on social media. The GoFundMe page also states that the victim's older sister had sought help from local police and the postal uh, postal police where she works. Firefighters had to leave the home twice due to the intensity of oh. the blaze. Local fire companies are gathering donations for the family as they suspect uh, as the suspect remains in custody. Additional detail, details about the fire will be released during a news conference today. Five women who have long accused Bill Cosby of sexually assaulting them early in their careers have filed the latest lawsuit against the 85-year-old comedian and NBC Universal, accusing the studio and production company of being complicit in the abuse. The lawsuit comes more than a year after Cosby left prison after his 2018 sexual assault conviction in Pennsylvania was overturned. Earlier this year, Los Angeles jury awarded $500,000 to a woman who said Cosby sexually abused her at the Playboy Mansion when she was just a teenager in 1975. The lawsuit alleged that each of the five women were abused or assaulted by A-list by the A-list actor after meeting him on set or through other entertainment circles in the late 1960s through the 1990s. The lawsuit alleged that NBC Kaufman Astoria Studios and Carsey Warner Television facilitated the sexual assault of women by failing to check Cosby's power. That's right. I forgot that this series was produced in New York. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, when we get to the entertainment report, Kath, I've got some of the details on on why. 
uh, the uh, production companies and all this stuff are included in this suit because this stuff was happening on set. Yes, and it, it was. was crazy. Oh. Yeah. yeah, allegedly. Yeah, Cosby allegedly. served nearly three years in prison before the state Supreme Court overturned his conviction, finding that he gave incriminating testimony in a deposition about the encounter only after believing he had immunity from prosecution. Uh, Lily Bernard, who played Mrs. Minifield on The Cosby Show in the early 1990s, is one of the five women filing the suit uh, and also has a pending lawsuit against Cosby in New Jersey over an alleged encounter in Atlantic City. Philadelphia investigators will provide an update Thursday on one of the city's highest profile unsolved mysteries. Uh, police say through detective work and DNA analysis, officers have finally identified the child known as the boy in the box. The boy in the box, uh, the, the body of the little boy was found in a cardboard box on the side of Susquehanna Road in Fox Chase back in 1957. The boy was nude, malnourished, and fatally beaten. Uh, his remains were never identified until now. The case remains Philadelphia's oldest unsolved homicide. And on Thursday, the identity of the child will be announced. In sports this morning. It's I don't on, have it's that on button. your instant replay. It's gone now. <laughs> the hell? It was the Barack like Obama song. I, I was hit that accidentally. I was enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> nice tribal beat. The Flyers will look to build on their win over the Colorado Avalanche with a home game tonight against the Washington Capitals. The puck will drop at 7.30. At the World Cup, Morocco upset Spain, winning on penalty kicks and moving on as the only African team to advance to the quarterfinals. In the day's other match, Portugal won easily, beating Switzerland 6-1. There are now only eight teams remaining, and matches will resume on Friday with Croatia taking on Brazil and the Netherlands facing Argentina. Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham is the team's nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. As Philadelphia's longest tenured professional athlete, Graham has become a fan favorite both on and off the field throughout his 13-year playing career in the city. And the Phillies and right-handed pitcher Taewon Walker have reached an agreement on a four-year $72 million contract. A day after signing shortstop Trey Turner with an 11-year $300 million deal, the Phillies added to their rotation with one of the top pitchers on the free agent market. Walker had one of the strongest seasons of his career in 2022 when he started 29 games for the New York Mets and posted a 3.49 ERA. Walker told me I had eight. And the spending didn't stop there. The Phils are also finalizing a two-year $15 million pact with left-hander reliever Matt Stram. And that's what I have for you this morning. Well done, Romano. Yeah. <laughs> It works. Well, like Tony, she's our Tony Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> still back. a little raspy, but uh, it's back yeah, for the most yeah, part. You, and and you feel fine, right? Yeah, I feel well, okay. I mean, I have like a cough and like I guess a little cold or whatever. Yeah. But um, no, I don't feel terrible. I just you right. know, sounded terrible for days. This one did a number on you. You've been uh, sick for a while. Like, I, why can't I just get like a two day sickness like everyone yeah. else? Like, it has to turn into where I can't speak and like it it's was gone to like three different iterations. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, I, 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 it, it sucks. I've said. You, because you take care of yourself probably better than anybody else on this show, right? But, like, maybe do the opposite. Like, maybe start smoking and, like, I don't know, like garbage. Yeah. And, yeah. You know? All right, well, nonetheless, Kathy's back, and that's all good. We do have some things happening in this place we are going to have on the program. As far as a guest goes, Mr. Ryan Airy, who is from Screen Crush News. Great site. And they're into all stuff, all cool stuff, all genre stuff. So we're going to talk about everything that has to do with uh, 
Marvel and DC and Willow and Avatar and all those. We booked him for Kathy. Fun things yeah, yeah, that, are, that yeah. are coming up. So. Actually, I'm, I'm excited to talk to him because he saw Avatar last night. So I'm ah. really interested to hear what his opinion on that is. All right, we'll talk to him in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, we also have to go live on Fox Good Day today. So we'll do that around 7.55 this morning. And I know we didn't fully cover exactly when we might do the much-anticipated and very much-delayed holiday activities. But since we're doing this on a Wednesday and we have Fox Good Day, we should maybe do it early in the 8 o'clock hour. That's okay. probably a good idea. So that way we don't yeah. get caught behind because we have to stick to the time to hit that at 7.55 and I'd hate to get into the 7 o'clock hour and then have to rush through those things. Right. You can also case. promote it on the uh, Fox Good Day. Uh, we can do that too. And Kyle Mack has made a new jingle. A new jingle! For Kathy this year for holiday activities. Very so we nice! Get that yeah. Which is awesome. So, uh, yeah, probably around 8.15, 8.20, something like right. that. Perfect. Uh, we will dive into the holiday activities list, and you will want to be listening and catch all the stuff live. Because even though we'll have the postings of that later on, uh, to get Kathy's personal take on it, because she's done each and every one of these personally. She does these things. You may want to hear what she has to say. Maybe, right. maybe some extra tips or a little flavor that you miss out on on the posting. So make sure that you are with us this morning when we do that. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. I have some pretty interesting entertainment stories to pass along to you as well as a stupid question, and we'll come back with that stack of stuff right after this. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question, prize. This morning, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Jagged Little Pill Wednesday, January 4th at the Academy of Music. The question I have for you this morning is, what piece of tech is measured in Mickey's? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. It's used to, uh, to measure speed, by the way. Okay. Mickey's. What piece of tech is measured in Mickey's? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. We have a Wait, whole was, lot of birthdays. Was a, was a Mickey uh, a little beer or was it a brand of beer? It was a, a brand. brand. A malt okay. liquor. Yeah, it was called Mickey Big Mouths. Oh, right, okay. Mickey's Big Mouths. And yeah. if you were to slip someone a Mickey, you'd be... Well, you'd be doing probably what Bill Cosby was doing. Mickey's weren't, um, they weren't small. I think uh, weren't they, they, they were the... green and they looked like a barrel with yeah, a big yeah, wide. Yeah. It, it was like Mickey's big mouth or wide mouth or big yep. mouth or something so, like so that. So it wasn't a beer? It was more It was a beer, oh, but was... a malt liquor. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then there were Little Kings, I think might be what you're thinking of, were the smaller bottles, and that was a malt liquor as well. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, so, all right, anyway. <laughs> we digress. Memories. Yeah. We'll go through some birthdays today, being Wednesday, the seventh day of December. Uh, and we'll start with um, Larry Bird has his birthday today. Ah. Uh, the great uh, basketball player celebrates his 65th birthday. Uh, another great sports legend, Steve, Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench had the Johnny Bench batter up. Did you have that? Had it. Yeah. Loved it when I was a kid. It was this uh, device that you could practice batting yes. in your backyard. You had to make it. You had to use concrete 
and a tire to weight it down. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I remember my dad got that for me, and uh, I loved it. Without that, I don't think I would have gotten into the major leagues, Preston. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. You owe your career to the Johnny Bench batter up. He's seventy four. Actress uh, Ellen Burstyn, who's been in tons of stuff: The Last Picture Show, The Exorcist, The Spitfire Grill. She was in uh, the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, and she's. Alice, and Alice doesn't live here anymore. And she is 89 years old today. Um, also celebrating birthday today is uh, Terrell Owens. Huh. Uh, yep, uh, T.O. turns 48 years old. Just got into an altercation. Some aggressive trash talker. Knocked yep. him out. Yeah. 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 Or at least knocked him down. They yeah. have video of it. Yep. And uh, Wait, then... who, he knocked somebody? or uh, This yeah. guy was all over him, and so, you know, and he kept trying to deflect, deflect, and so the uh, Terrell... Uh, Clocked him, knocked him down. The guy did get up and then went away. Yeah. It was such a fun show when he was here and he would do like sit ups in his front yard and like all <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I, I, just, I remember just watching it and being like, yeah, yeah. what's next? 48 today. Great actor Jeffrey Wright has his birthday. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, yep. He's in the Bond uh, series, Quantum of Solace. He was in, uh, he's in a couple of those movies. Yeah. Uh, the Hunger Games uh, movies as well. Angels in America. He's That's an a amazing, great movie. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, he is 56 today. Uh, Tom Waits. The, like there you go. The raspy voiced singer songwriter. And uh, uh, he wrote Jersey Girl, right? He wrote Jersey Girl and an actor as well. Yes. He, he pops up in some movies from time to time. Do you know what uh, he did a soundtrack that I love of for Francis Ford Coppola's One from the Heart? And okay. It's, uh, he duets with Crystal Gale, believe it or not. A lot of musicians, uh-huh. even though he's got that voice, yeah. uh, they love his stuff. It's and like they, they Leonard they, Cohen. And yeah, great songwriter yeah. for sure. So he's 72 today. Actress Jennifer Carpenter had a nice run on Dexter, yep. uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Quarantine, some great movies. Uh, she is 42 today. Uh, Nicholas Holt, who we first saw as uh, Marcus in About a Boy. Yeah. And uh, ended up being like a super handsome, good looking, great actor. He was with Jennifer Lawrence for a long time. That is correct. Uh, he was in Clash of the Titans, X Men First Class. He's got some stuff coming up soon, I believe. Oh, is um, he in the Furiosa? He is in uh, Well, uh, not Fu- um, Well, it's Mad Max. Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in The Menu, which yep. is out now. Right. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so he's, he's in the Mad Max uh, yeah. Fury Road. Yeah. Fury, Fury Road. That's Fury. Yeah. Uh, he is. <laughs> 32 today. Uh, actress Emily Browning. Uh, she was in Sucker Punch. She uh, was the female lead in that. I love her. She's also in this movie about the craze, the the, the British lunatic criminals um, the, uh, called Legend. Okay. And she's oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've not seen that yet. Uh, Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. Uh, she is 33 today. Uh, see Thomas Howell, man. See him run. Uh, the <laughs> see, see him howl, see him run, see him bark. God, I... I He's got a good career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to, you know, he was Pony Boy and yeah. The Outsiders. Wasn't um, he Soul Man? Uh, Soul oh Man. Remember that? I, I do remember that. That plot would not fly today. <laughs> uh, and then, did he ever run on uh, the Criminal Minds series? I think he might. Is that him? Um, yeah. Or am I man, thinking somebody else? Hang he's on. only been in a few episodes. Because I, I watched a bunch of that with my, with my daughter. Okay. Uh, I don't recall seeing him. All that often. Montaigne, uh, Inigo Montoya was in it. Right, yeah. Inigo Montoya. The freak is that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> Manny Patinkin. Andrew the Giant was a defense attorney. <laughs> um, I like to propose that we take you to the back room and What? He was in one of those Spider-Mans, right? Yeah. He was, uh, Andrew the Giant played... Uh, no, no, no. It's Jay Thomas James. Howe. 
uh, Spider-Man saved his son, and then uh, and then later on, when Spider-Man needed help, he helped him. He was got all the construction operator. workers. Yeah. Yes, of course, the way it should be. So he was in ET. He was one of the friends, I wasn't guess, he? He's I one of the kids he, on the bike. I guess he was. He'd, if he. Like, aren't you in that movie Soul Man? Uh, oh, it's too early yet. He's credited as Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Preston, look up on the screen. He's one of the kids. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. Um, Red Dawn. That's yeah. a, that's one of my all-time favorites. The Hitcher, Steve. <sighs> that's a messed Brutal up, movie. That's a Rucker Howard. Yeah. You know that movie Red Dawn was the reason why I set up booby traps and I was, like, essentially... I set up a hiding spot in each and every one of my neighbor's yards. Just to make sure you would able you'd be uh, able to elude the invading army? The Russians? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. You set up booty traps? <laughs> <laughs> I did say booby real. Yeah. Right? You, you did, but okay. you, do you know what that's from? <laughs> oh, Goonies. Thank yeah. you. Well, it's Thank one of my you. top favorite That's what I said. Yeah. Booty, booty traps. traps. Uh, <laughs> and then the last birthday I saw is actor Caleb Landry. Uh, Caleb Landry Jones, I'm sorry. Um, in uh, the movie Get Out, he's the uh, the brother, yeah, uh, who's who knows mixed martial arts and helps. Uh, and you just him. want to beat him? Oh to my death. god, oh, yeah. you want to he's kill such him? Such a dick. Uh, in X Men, he plays Banshee. X Men yes. First Class. And he's really good. Yeah. Uh, and he's in three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Was that the name of that movie? Yeah. Um, and yeah. one sandwich board outside of Dubuque. He's 33 today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, what piece of tech is measured in Mickey's? 215-263-WMMR, our number, and we will go to Chris to see if we can get the answer. Hi there, Chris. Good morning. Gadzooks. Good Gadzooks. morning. Gadzooks to you, sir. All right, so what piece of equipment is measured in Mickey's, please? That would be the computer mouse. You're correct. Oh. <laughs> it is the speed at which a mouse... Navigates on your computer. I never knew that. So. Is that what Omicky's about? That must be. <laughs> Chris, hang on. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Jagged Little Pill, which is going to be on Wednesday, January 4th, the Academy of Music. Joy, rage, love, heartache, strength, wisdom, catharsis, life. Life. Everything we've been waiting to see on a Broadway stage is back in the exhilarating and fearless new musical based on the Atlantis Morissette world changing music. Uh, Jagged Little Pill is coming to the Kimmel Cultural Campus from January 3rd to the 15th, and tickets are on sale at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. As uh, Kathy had reported in the news, five women are suing Bill Cosby for acts of sexual abuse, including an alleged incident uh, in his The Cosby Show dressing room, which happened as they attempted to break in show business several decades ago. The alleged victim said that Cosby had posed as a mentor to them, but he insisted uh, instead drug them, grope them, rape them, and sexually abuse them as far back as 1969, according to a lawsuit filed mm-hmm. Monday evening in Manhattan Supreme Court. Uh, the plaintiffs are also suing three companies, NBC Universal Media, Kaufman Astoria Studios, and the Carsey Werner Company for their apparent failures to intervene and protect the women. Uh, they said the companies, in effect, condoned and encouraged the abuse by the alleged inaction. It's uh, by their inaction. Because if they go after NBC, in Ronan Farrow's book, you know, that, that started to shed the light on so much of this stuff and the Matt Lauer story and all that other... Th- other uh, all those other stories that are around that time, there is a um, there is a history at NBC of them burying stories like this. Right. Uh, I don't know if that could be used in this case, but right. it might help. So the five women: Lily Bernard, uh, Eden Tyrrell, uh, Jewel Gittens, Jennifer Thompson, and Cindra Ladd said Cosby volunteered to mentor them, but instead violated them when they were young and vulnerable. Uh, four said the abuse occurred in the late eighties and early nineties. Uh, Bernard, who played the role of Miss Minifield on The Cosby Show, said 
uh, and this is when we get into some of the details, that uh, he he drugged and raped her on two occasions in 1990. God. During the second alleged assault, she said she awoke while Cosby was on top of her and screamed no before he smothered her with a pillow, according to court Jeez. papers. So what got him out of jail this time was because of that initial yep. agreement about what evidence could be submitted and the promise that certain evidence would not be submitted. This is a this is a separate issue. Yeah, he um, has there's there's none of that. So if he's found guilty here, um, you know that that'll be pretty airtight. The suit alleges he also forced her to perform oral on him in a separate incident at his Manhattan home. After which she said he planned to go to the police. Uh, she planned to go to the police in the hospital in response. Bill. Uh, Cosby told Ms. Bernard that if she went to the police or the hospital, he would seek criminal charges against her for making a false accusation, uh, making sure that uh, she stays in prison for a long time, sue her for defamation, blacklist her from the entertainment industry, and erase her. That's according to the suit. Um, he apparently then pushed her down the stairs and out of his home. Uh, and, and also, the TV star once loudly threatened to fire her and yelled sexual profanities at her on the set of the Cosby show in front of production crew, and actors. Mm. Uh, Bernard said Cosby's abuse made her fearful for her life and career. Her fellow plaintiff, and this is the only other story I'm going to tell because this is a lengthy, yes. lengthy story. a lot of stuff. Uh, her fellow plaintiff, uh, Tyrrell, said that she was offered a small part as a police officer on The Cosby Show in 1989, was repeatedly invited to the star's dressing room for lunch, mm. and refused each time until an employee, Frank Scotty, grabbed her by the arm and physically escorted her to the dressing room in front of other staffers at least four times. Uh, Tyrrell, who has publicly accused Cosby in the past, told employees that she was uncomfortable, even breaking down to tears over the humiliation. And on three of the times, she was able, it says here, to escape the dressing room before Cosby arrived. And on the fourth time, Cosby entered the room, locked the door, and restrained her, she alleged. And then he started, you know, groping groping her her and all this other stuff. So, pretty wild. It'll be interesting. Five of them. Where this goes. Yeah. This is a very interesting story. Anne Haish. Her autopsy has confirmed the substances in her system at the time of her death did not impair the actress. According to a Los Angeles County Medical Examiner Coroner's report, uh, the late star had illicit substances in her system at the time of her death. They were determined not to be a key factor in the car accident that killed her. Uh, Haish died in August after crashing her Mini Cooper into a house in California. Both her car and uh, the residence caught on fire. The coroner's report, Revealed a urine toxicology screen was positive for cocaine, cannabis, uh, benzodiazepines, uh, fe- and fentanyl. The substances, however, were in her system from earlier use or were supplied to her in the hospital, and there was, quote, no indication of impairment by illicit narcotics at the time of the crash. So are they saying it was basically just reckless driving? I guess so, because according to People Magazine, the report also cited no alcohol in her system. Yeah, but hold on. So you're saying fentanyl doesn't... Uh... Well, they're saying in, in, at the, the point um, where sh- this accident happened, it, was it just, wouldn't have been substance. It was just leftover right, yeah. in her system? Or yeah, it might, might have been, been administered by the... Because she didn't arrive at the hospital dead. Yeah. She was yep. she was severely burned. So what, they, they were giving her system her, after? They yeah. were giving her pain meds. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So, right. Got it. So they ruled that her death was accidental and caused by inhalation of thermal injuries. And it's the details are pretty gruesome. The, the fracture to her sternum was treated as secondary, though the coroner noted 
that it would have made it painful while breathing while she was in her vehicle. And the examiner also estimated that she was trapped in her car for a half hour. Oh, it was on fire. Before first responders were able to extricate her during that time, her car was charred, her clothes almost entirely burned off, and she suffered second-degree burns on 12% of her body. So she oh. just sat there. Do you remember the and footage? eventually it caught on fire and just... Started burning her, and they and couldn't she was get her out. Stuck in there, man. I'll never forget that Jesus. footage, Kathy, of her on the gurney as they're taking her out, and she sits up. Sits up, yeah. So, so surprising, very surprising yeah. to find out uh, that she was not impaired by the stuff in her system. You remember the footage from the ring camera on the front of the one house? Yep. Her car goes by at like ninety miles an hour on a residential street. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. All right. Uh, king Charles III remains unfazed. The king kept cool during a walkabout in Lutton, England on Tuesday when an egg was allegedly thrown in his direction again. Who threw that? King Charles was greeted well-wishers and, or was greeting well-wishers. So what if a guy threw an egg at me? <laughs> as they gathered outside Lutton Town Hall when an egg flew towards where he stood. Nice to meet you. How you doing? Who's your daddy? The protection officers redirected the royal to another point where he continued shaking hands with the people who came out to see him. A police said that a man... By royal decree, everyone in this town shall be put to death. Oh, wait, what? Wait. Hang on a second here. Oh, I guess he wasn't unfazed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been stewing all this time. Uh, so, police said the man was taken into his uh, into custody. King Charles seemed to be was approached by a man who asked if I wanted some fries with that shake. <laughs> King Charles seemed to be in good spirits during the rest of the royal stop. Uh, the day's initial hiccup marks the second of its kind in recent weeks. Uh, in early November. The king and Queen Camilla were on a walkabout in New York when someone in the crowd threw eggs in their direction, uh, the projectiles landing just inches away. Uh, a protester who reportedly called out this country was built on the blood of slaves was detained by four police officers. Uh, king Charles was seen on video looking down as one egg whizzed past his face and splattered on the ground. Uh, Queen Camilla turned toward the direction of the egg thrower and briefly looked concerned. Uh, The monarch continued with the conversation he was having before he and his wife turned and walked on, continuing their walkabout. Uh, The king's personal protection officers formed a close shield behind him, and the masses reacted with cries of, God save the king, and hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray! God save the king! Yeah, so they were... Um, When is his full... I think it's in the summer, the coronation. Coronation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it may be May or something like that, Steve. I believe I read that they wanted to wait for nicer weather. Yes, so I can wear shorts. That's right. I did read the other day they moved um, the crown, the the official crown that they use for the coronation, from the Tower of London. They're prepping it over to the palace. I think. I think the palace. Yeah, I don't think they've got it at Westminster Abbey, which is where they usually do the coronation, yes, I think. They're so. attaching two titanium beer holders on oh. each side <laughs> and a long hose. It's uh, scheduled for May 6th. May 6th. Yes. Um, uh, St. Oh. Edward's crown, that's right. it. Yeah. That's right. I mean, what sort of jail time do you face for tossing an egg at a world leader? Well, okay. believe it or not, I hear that would be considered assault. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. It might be similar over there. And then if you take into consideration that he's his status, uh, I'm sure it's not something that they would be uh, thrilled with. Yeah. She'll um, put you into the poultry prison. Yep. Yeah. So, in the poultry prison? Oh, that's the worst. Yes. 
does smell really bad. Uh, so uh, he's okay. Everybody's good. Uh, I was bummed out to see this. Hall of Fame boxing referee, Stephen. You know this guy, yes. Mills Lane. One of the classic guys. Uh, passed away yesterday at his home in Reno, Nevada. He was 85 years old. Lane, known for his uh, pre-fight catchphrase, which is, Let's get it on. Yeah. Is it the bald guy? Yes. yes. Oh, he ended up as a claymation figure. Do you yeah. remember? Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that uh, guy. Yeah, in the um, the celebrity death match. Right, yes. yes. Yeah, that was him. Didn't he run for office at one point? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He was, in, sure. he was in line for the crown. I don't think that's true. Well, uh, but but I always loved it. He he uh, When he would say that, let's get <laughs> when he was Why saying, are you here? <laughs> You're the claymation person. I always dug it when he would say, let's get it on. Yeah. That's, that's a great phrase. He would he would give the pre-fight speech, yeah. and then he would say, all right, let's get it on. Yeah, he had a, he had a judge show. Oh, not let's get it on. I've been oh, really oh, trying. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> let's get it on. What if he said it like yeah, that? Yeah, right yeah. for the boxing match. I don't want anything below the belt. Uh, no rabbit punches and... Let's get it on. <laughs> uh, so he suffered a stroke in March of 2002 that partially paralyzed him, left him uh, virtually unable to speak. Oh. Wow, so that was 20 years ago? Oh, man. I, I man, didn't realize he, we haven't seen him that long. Uh, me either. He officiated the Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield bite fight. He was the guy yes. in the ring with him, as well as more than 100 other championships. Spit that out. And he was also well-known for uh, playing the iconic celebrity deathmatch uh, referee as well. So that was sad news to see that he had passed. Yeah, his TV show was Judge Mills Lane. I was oh, oh, was yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. They left that out of this little story here. Yeah, that was back when, like, uh, I think maybe Jerry Springer had one of those judge shows. Everybody was getting a judge <laughs> yeah. show. He still has a judge show, Does believe he? it or not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Wow. All right, on to other news. Uh, after news of T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach's Affair spread like wildfire. An interview that Roback did with Reese Witherspoon in early October has resurfaced. Oh, yeah. Because in the clip, Roback tells Witherspoon, uh, we can give you a few more plot lines, meaning for the morning show. Yes, yeah. Which has all kinds of sorted little yeah. plots that uh, kind of mirror what you're seeing here on that program. Uh, Witherspoon laughed and said, yes, email me, girl. Apparently, Roback wasn't kidding. So, so here you go. People who didn't give two craps about any Amy Robach or whatever interviews yep. now all of a sudden are digging things up from how many months ago? Like uh, now all of a sudden October. people care. Do you know you remember her last when the whole Jeffrey Epstein broke? Do you remember there was that footage that leaked of her? Uh, they were in a commercial break and she was talking about how they had the Jeffrey Epstein story. She had done the work on it. She had all of this stuff and ABC put the kibosh on it. Right. And she was sitting there fuming about it. That's the last time we saw her. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, apparently this is kind of now. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. There's something going on back then. Uh-huh. We so, had you, by the way, yesterday, Kathy, having an affair with Bill Weston. So oh, look at you. In the <laughs> Robux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill confirmed it. Yeah, do you, yeah, he did. Yeah. Do you uh, make a comment? Yeah. We can't let this get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you, could you pick someone else? <laughs> Just seen the most. Mar- 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 Marissa, you were both sick at the time. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Palmer really doesn't want to hear what trolls have to say about how she looks without makeup on. Uh, After the Nope actress posted a makeup tutorial on Instagram Tuesday sharing how she conceals acne, some fans chose to comment that she was ugly. 
Uh, Palmer address. <laughs> People are so, oh, they're so wonderful. Palmer address. It's social media is so great. The comments via Twitter. She said, I just saw a few comments of people saying I was ugly because I wasn't wearing any makeup and I really want y'all to get the help y'all need because makeup isn't real. I'm beautiful in real life because of who I am, not what I look like. And I wish I could bottle how I feel about myself and sell it because some people take comments to heart and these people just say anything. I mean, truly, it's insane to say anyone is ugly, but especially me. What prompts someone to... Well, and also remember the source. All the things that are obvious. You know, remember a troll's a troll, and it means nothing. Uh, Again, I say I was blown away by how good she was on SNL. I mean, I really was not that familiar with Kiki Palmer. But, Casey, did you get to watch it yet? Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, but I I did see the movie Nope, and uh, I will have to disagree with anybody who calls her ugly. Okay. Uh, Mondays on uh, Monday's episode of the Tonight Show, Selena Gomez told Jimmy Fallon that she named her kidney after Fred Armisen. Ah. She said, "So I got a kidney transplant a couple of years ago, and as a way of coping, I thought I would name it. That's weird, I know, but I did. Uh, but I named it after Fred Armisen. Okay. Uh, she said <laughs> that uh, she chose Armisen because she said, "I love Portlandia, <laughs> and I love everything that he does." So I'm like, "Hey." Uh, watch Fred, guys. Uh, after Armisen found out, uh, she shared that he reacted with a sweet gesture. She said, yeah, he sent me flowers. I was so excited. Uh, Fred Armisen doing a really good work on uh, Wednesday. I agree. Yeah, Uncle we, Fester. We got to his episode. Uh, we're re-watching it yeah. already uh, yesterday, and uh, he's great as Fester. Uh, Margot Robbie knew how to make things happen on the set of her new film, Babylon. The bombshell actress told E! News Monday that her kiss with Brad Pitt... And the new flick was not even scripted. I want to kiss you. Uh, she told the outlet uh, that wasn't in the script, but I thought, when else am I going to get a chance to kiss Brad Pitt? And I'm just going to go for it. You know who the director writer is, right? Damien Chazelle. Right. So yes. we've had him in the studio. Is He's, he's our friend. Yeah, I think he's a friend. Yeah. Uh, so she went to him with the suggestion, uh, and she goes, I said, Damien, I think Nelly would just go up and kiss Jack. Uh, and Damien was like, well, uh, she could. And he goes, wait, hold on. You just want to kiss Brad Pitt? And I was like, oh, so sue me. The opportunity might never come up again. And he was like, it does work for the character. And I was like, I think so. Uh, so she added that uh, Chazelle approved of the charge, uh, the change. And uh, she said he was like, nope, do it again. That really works. I like it. Oh, great. So uh, I guess they surprised Brad with it in the first time they filmed yeah. it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's the case. This is a long movie. It's about the sort of debaucherous Hollywood um, system, but uh, it looks it looks pretty wild. And uh, Brad Pitt doing comedy. Yeah. Oh, it's a comedy. Seems to be okay. Uh, let's see here. The As the Daily Show prepares for Trevor Noah's exit on Thursday, Comedy Central announced on Tuesday that a number of guest hosts are set to take his place uh, when the show returns on January 17th. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the list includes Al Franken, Chelsea Handler, D.L. Hewley, Leslie Jones, John Leguizamo, uh, Hassan Minaj, Cal Penn, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, and Marlon Wayans. Uh, Paramount Media Network CEO Chris McCarthy said in a statement, uh, as we enter Trevor's final week, uh, we want to thank him for his many contributions. Trevor redefined the show, as did Jon Stewart before him. And as we look to the future, we're excited to reimagine it yet again with the help of this incredible list of talent and correspondence along with the immensely talented Daily Show team. And I guess they'll do that until... They had a guy they were mentioning who seemed like... um, The candidate seemed like the guy they were going with. Uh, Maybe they're just getting him up to speed while these guys step in. Maybe. Yep, it's possible. All right, and then one last story. 
Uh, millions of families might not ever have built that snowman if an executive's early creative note on the Disney blockbuster Frozen had been followed. So Jennifer Lee, the chief creative officer of Walt Disney Animation and the co-director of Frozen, confessed that the beloved character Olaf was the first thing she wanted to slash from the 2013 <laughs> project yeah. when she came on board. Genius. Uh, do we have any of uh, Olaf probably, singing? Probably, probably. Um, so, Lee accepted the Distinguished Storyteller Award from the Los Angeles Press Club Sunday night at the 15th Annual Arts and Entertainment Journalism Awards, uh, an honor presented to her by the voice of Olaf himself, Josh Gad. Uh, and she said, Josh is Olaf, adding that uh, she was not speaking metaphorically. She explained that uh, she came on to Frozen after the project was already in development. And she said, uh, after viewing an early cut, uh, she said, my first note was, kill the snowman. <laughs> And he's like the the one of the great characters that, in that shows movie. you. Yeah, uh, the, ho, these Hollywood stories, these movie stories. There's tons of get rid of this character. Yeah. Pacino shouldn't be Michael. Right. All of this stuff. Uh, she said. Luckily, a uh, sneaky staff animator had worked out a three page script treatment with uh, Josh Gad in mind after he had impressed filmmakers with a late night uh, TV appearance. Uh, Lee found him irresistible, and the rest is box office history. Olaf becomes Olaf because of um, magic, right? Yes. Yeah. Be- when uh, Elsa. when Elsa creates the eternal winter yeah. land, he just kind of happens, right. I guess. So. Imagine how much cooler I'll be in summer. The cold are both so intense, put them together, it just makes sense. God. I sung this so many times in the car with my kids. Winter's a good time to stay in cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a happy snowman. In fact, Casey's daughter played Olaf. Yeah. That's right. In the play at... Um, Catholic Community Choir. And uh, we went to see it. Yeah. And she was amazing. Uh, and I believe, yeah, and then they, uh, they, they had this... Twelve Angry Snowmen? No. They had a really great reveal during uh, yes, Let It did. Go... Yes, well, they did. I saw the. What they do? So they, the girl. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transitions into Queen, you know Queen Elsa. Yeah. She, she goes from on stage live. Yeah, yeah. and wow. they put this you. effect with lights and all the stuff. And it was for a production of this size. It was impressive. I mean, That's you're talking about cool. kindergartners to eighth graders. So yeah. it's a, really, it's a little kid show, and her, her costume changes right in front of your very eyes. Yeah. So much so, I saw it three times. I. The first time I was like, "Wait, what just happened here?" Yeah, like yeah. she wasn't wearing that. Like when I, I was, and I didn't close my eyes. And then the second almost, time I looked for it, I still didn't see it. And then the third time, finally, it's almost like she just twirled around and was like someone else. That's yeah, pretty cool. It was. It was, it was, it was so, a great, great. Uh, yeah, it was effect. really cool. Do you figure out how they did it? Yes. Can you share that with me? Uh, it, it, it was magic. It was magic. That was magic. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. All yeah. Uh, in her speech, in which she acknowledged uh, fellow L.A. Press Club honorees like Ryan Seacrest and uh, mil- uh, media billionaire Bri- Byron Allen, uh, she told Gad that she looked forward to many more creative avenues together. And uh, she said, oh, no, that's not an announcement, by the way. Doesn't it blow your mind that Byron Allen is a media billionaire? He used yes. to be like yeah. a moderately competent stand-up. Yeah, you ever seen his uh, stand-up show? It, it ends up in syndication. Yeah, and, um, there are. Uh, I, I've seen old episodes of it with like Burt Kreischer. Yeah, really yeah. great comedians. No, it's um, painfully unfunny. 
and and with really funny people on it, including Byron Allen. But it's, yeah. it's made to be like cheesy middle America, right? And, right. And that's kind of where he was, and that's apparently how he ended up being a billionaire, Steve. Because whatever he did on that show and wow. syndicated it, he was successful in it. But yeah, Casey, if you ever get a chance, it's on YouTube. It's it's funny old Bert Kreischer. Uh, just doing, like, hack jokes. And Byron Allen became really rich doing this show. If you go way back, he was a co-host on That's Incredible. Yes, he was. And yeah. was just kind of a, With you know. With Frank Tarkenton. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's right. Or wait. No, a, Real People. Okay. It was Real People. The two shows, That's that Incredible. Was yeah, it was Dave Coulier uh, was on That's Incredible, mm-hmm. right? No, That's Incredible was Kathy Lee Crosby, uh, John Davidson, and, and Frank Tarkenton. Tarkenton. That's it, yeah. right. But Real People was... Uh, uh, was Byron Allen and a couple other people. I don't remember their it names. Became quasi stars. I think the stars. Dave Coulier was the animals. That's uh, incredible animals. Or or it was uh, those amazing animals. Look at those friggin' animals. Uh, no, America's animals. Funniest People was Dave Coulier. There you go. That's it. America's yeah. Funniest People. America's we'll get funniest. it eventually, folks. <laughs> America's Funniest Animals. All right, we're ready for the clips. Let's play those now. Slow Horses. Follows a dysfunctional team of MI5 agents and their obnoxious boss. And here's star Kristen Scott Thomas explains how fast the shooting schedule has been for the show. Here we go. Well, we shot season two immediately after season one before it had even been released, didn't we? So now we're in a position where we're shooting season three with two, with one under our belt, which is, you know, as you know, phenomenal. And um, the second one coming up, and we're very excited about. I don't. It. I don't want. I don't think I want to see. No, it's good. You, you, you disagree with Michael? Yeah, she sounds kind of like he farted in my yeah. face. Yeah. He farted <laughs> in <laughs> my face. <laughs> he farted in my face. Uh, slow horses. <laughs> Let me play the last bit of that. Case <laughs> okay, and you can hit that at the end there. And um, the second one coming up and we're very excited about he farted in my face so slow horses <laughs> season two is out now on apple tv plus uh-huh. here's the next clip a pop star escapes from her daily life to grant a young fan's wish in small town new york in a small town new york uh where she finds a shot of true love in christmas with you uh in this clip star freddie prince jr discusses making tamales for a scene in the movie. Here we go. I watched the video they sent me. The lady was doing it completely wrong. And and so I didn't need that. I loved getting a chance to do that. Anytime you actually get to show off what you're good at in a movie, it's awesome. I don't <laughs> give a f- Christmas with you is out now on Netflix if huh. you want to see that. I love Christmas movies. There you go. And that's what I have. In the bizarre file, uh, Steve, you love Christmas movies. You're going to love our holiday activities. <gasps> yeah. I can't believe it's happening. Steve, it did you go on the train ride? I did. Oh, it was a train. freaking awesome! Did the Polar Express, the Colebrookdale train? Okay, love good. it. So, waiting for you. We are going to we're going to dive into that at about eight fifteen ish. Uh, we finally get the list from Kathy. We'll post everything online, make it easier for you to access. But you want to hear it straight. From the horse's mouth, yes. from someone who sounds like a horse, yeah. from their mouth this morning. <laughs> Thank you. So much. It's so good to be back. Isn't it? <laughs> it is back. Someone that sounds like a horse. Uh-huh. You know, Kathy, I thought she had an affair with Bill West. <laughs> I got you a present, Kathy. Oh, great! What is it? Well, I'll, I'll, I'm, I don't, I'll, I'll give it to you in a little bit. All okay. right. No, All right. I think you're going to like it. All right. Uh, let's take a break and uh, come back in just a moment or two. But holiday activities, Fox Good Day, we're doing a few things. Oh, uh, it's Wednesday. We have a secret text word. 
Yes, we do, as a matter of fact. Right, we have your chance to win a uh, some uh, a Flyer Santa sack, Whoa. which is two low level, low, lower-level tickets for the uh, January 17th game. Uh, collectible gritty ornament and ice scraper, puck signed by uh, Joel Farabee, and Wings tickets as well. What? All right? So, uh, text word secret uh, to 39333, and you may win that at some point. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. MMR's early Christmas gift. Metallica Monday is now every day. Tune in at 12 noon each day during MMR's 12 Days of Metallica to score a pair of tickets to see both nights of their tour opening weekend stand at MetLife Stadium August 4th and 6th. Metallica embarks on their massive M72 World Tour in support of their 12th studio album, 72 Seasons. They'll hit our area for two nights each with a completely different set list and opening bands. And MMR's got your shot to be in the house for all the mayhem of Metallica Live. Two-day tickets on sale now. WMMR.com for details, including how to score backstage invites to master distiller Rob Dietrich's blackened tasting. It's 12 Days of Metallica with 12 winners daily at 12 noon from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, hey, we have a new Daily Rush video. Uh, I watched it three times last night. Okay. Uh, it's called Butt Munch. Butt Munch. Yes. Uh, the description says the child. these child studies are just a clever way to get us to say stupid words. You can be the first to see <laughs> the newest Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, this one's a short one. I just kept watching over and over, just laughing my ass off. Uh, it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. Uh, and uh, sign up for our, our YouTube uh, via subscriber and... Um, we can get those videos sent to you right away. I think Kyle's fitting quite nicely, getting the uh, the spirit of the uh, the videos. And Kyle has, along with Kathy's uh, holiday activities, which we are going to get this morning. Yeah, Kyle Mack has created a new jingle for the Kathy's holiday activities. Dude's a machine, which yeah. is a wonderful thing that we look forward to every year. And uh, we don't get them every single year for a while. We have, but we do. We don't want to bother him. It's a lot no. of work to put yeah. that together, but uh, we get a new one today. So nice. we, we're going to reveal that about an hour from now. So get yourself set for Kathy's holiday activities. Uh, in the meantime, there's too many things to talk about. It's just that things are running rampant in my mind. Oh. The stream of consciousness. It's got to be. Yes. So. The stream of consciousness is the newest addition to the cast of your characters, correct? Just, yes, and yeah. there, there are too many things, and it's just they, they fly out of straight from my mind to my mouth. I love the illustration that, I forget the listener's name, but he's super talented, did, and it's you kind of commanding the multiverse yes. a la Doctor Strange. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. So there are multiple things to talk about, therefore we live in the multiverse. Uh, we will start with a local story. Uh, so Jim Gardner is going to deliver his final action news broadcast later this month, his last day, his yes. last uh, newscast. Still can't believe it. Yeah. will be on the 21st. And uh, he is, uh, it's been nearly 45 years he's been on the air in Philadelphia. Uh, Rick Williams, as we know, we spoke to Rick when he got the, uh, when he got the promotion. He's going to get the 11 o'clock edition of Action News. But they announced yesterday his replacement at 6 p.m. will be... Brian Tapp. How about that? Yep. We like Brian. Brian is a great guy, man. 
Uh, I've, I've, I've chat with him uh, from time to time via, you know, DM and stuff, and he's just the, the nicest guy. He's a really authoritative anchor. Yeah. Uh, and is just a, a, a good person. He's so. also sits right in that um, comforting, yeah. gets it done. Yet authoritative. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and he said in a statement during my time at Action News, Jim Gardner has become much more than a mentor to me. He's been a dear friend, a trusted confidant. And a guide for which I am undeniably grateful. Uh, he will actually nev- your father. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Uh, he will never be replaced um, on Action News at six. But it is uh, it's the professional honor of a lifetime to be asked to succeed him, and it is an important distinction. Uh, and this is interesting because uh, so he's going to continue. Tav, Brian Tav is going to continue his four p.m. newscast, uh, but we he will leave the noon. Uh, broadcast uh, and he they, they've uh, rather because it used to be uh, Jim Gardner did the 6 p.m. and 11 yes, p.m. That's right. So they're going to split it up and Rick is going to do the 11 p.m. Which is kind of a, a good way to go. I, I think, think so. and they're both great. I, I think so too. I mean, it's a that's that's a long yeah. broadcast day if you're doing a you know six o'clock and then you end up doing the eleven o'clock. Hey, listen, we uh, we can hop over and do it now and then if they need the film. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean, we're kind of an institution as I well. I mean, I'm pretty much the news person now. When Kathy's out, yes, Kathy's on vacation. Kathy's lost her voice. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so Taff will continue his role at 4 p.m., uh, but will exit the noon report. As I said, he joined the station in 2009. It's unclear why NBC, or I'm sorry, 6ABC decided to uh, split Gardner's action or anchor duties uh, between Taff and Williams, uh, but the station declined to comment. It's, and, well, it's a, I think it's a new approach. And I think they probably Brian, don't want it to look as though this person is taking over for Jim. Right. So if they split it, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, we're splitting duties right now. I can see that. And but the, ty- typically, somebody who usually they do the six and the 11, like when, when you anchor, if you're the six o'clock anchor, you're often the 11 o'clock. You can also well. shift it around too, Kathy. If, if there is um, one of them, like if Taft is off, you could put Rick Williams on at six as well. And so you have two authoritative anchors that you can rotate. Right. Yep. So, uh, like I said, uh, Jim Gardner's last day is going to be December 21st, 6 p.m. newscast. And that'll be it. And uh, yesterday, uh, Delaware Senators Tom Carper and uh, Chris Coons honored the longtime news anchor on the floor of the U.S. Senate, which oh, was a really cool little cool. honor. Maybe yeah. if we honor Jim Gardner here in our studio, we can get him to join us in studio. It would kind of be nice. Yeah. yeah. You see what Chris Coons did? He sang that uh, happy birthday to him, but a la Marilyn Monroe. It was, oh, very, it was very awkward. He's a sexy man. <laughs> He's very you know? sexy. Uh, I think this is, uh, it's it's sad, but it's also cool. It's a good opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and I think Brian's wife is a big fan of our show. Mara? Yeah. Mara Taff? She's yeah. a great lady. Nice. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? I wonder how uh, uh, Murph is doing. Um, Nick Murphy? Nick Murphy. He has no, no, no. He's good. Murphy. No, you're we talking about good. David Murphy. David yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Thank you. Because he retired. He retired. Yeah. And we had him on. And his his plans were to just go and... Do whatever he wants. Go to Phil's games, yeah. sit on the beach, do that. I hope he's thing. doing that. I know he wanted... He was he was kind of uh, suggesting he might do a one-man Holy Moses stage show press. Oh, is that yeah, right? That's right? Yeah. What are Monica Malpass is up to? I love Monica Malpass. I loved her. I don't know. But, Wouldn't uh, it be great if both of them are in a pickleball team? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can only hope. Monica Malpass and Murph. I wonder if David Murphy's playing pickleball. Well, he's active on Twitter. He's a big Phil's fan, tweeting about Trey Turner coming and uh, Taewon Walker. And so, like, he's got stuff going on and. Okay. His personal life seems like he's doing all right. I'm, I'm sure he ignores the weather every day. Oh, yes, right. Dude. F it. I've had enough yeah. of this crap. I don't care. Well, 
All right, uh, here's another story with a, a local flavor. So we're, we're kind of city beat-ish. Uh, but well, What of, the hell are we? Well, we're going to go somewhere else, right. so we're going to stream of consciousness our ass out of this. Uh, Chris uh, Panulo's long run on Jeopardy has finally come to an end. I was, I will say, I was a little devastated last night. He's been he's been kind of a machine. It has to happen. It'll eventually happen. He His lore and legend is firmly established, but he, I knew, I said, I turned to my wife, Preston, after a missed daily double, and I said, I think he's going down tonight. And the guy that beat him was in uh, negative territory going into double jeopardy. He, what? Yeah, yeah, he was not that good. But he, he was in third Allie. place. I think he had like a, was under a thousand, uh, negative a thousand dollars or whatever. He caught a couple of the daily doubles, yeah. and uh, and actually, um, yeah, there were, I, I thought for sure he'd get the daily double that he did not get. It was it was kind of devastating. So the South Jersey resident was defeated uh, last night by Andrew Ter- Andy Terrell, who is a political science and international relations professor from San Diego. Uh, Panulo ends his Jeopardy run with the fifth most consecutive wins in the show's history. Yeah. Um, and that dates back to 2003 when the five-game cap was lifted. Overall, he's going to take home $749,000. The dude would end each game with a huge take, and he would he would go big. I, I yeah, appreciate he was, that. He was yeah. aggressive on daily doubles. Yeah. He would uh, go hunting for them, which is a good strategy. He was sort of like a, the James Holtzauer style. Absolutely. Right? Looking all over the board for him, and then he would get him. And yeah, Steve, he would go all in quite a bit and, and get him right. Well, Jennings was saying the, uh, the ratio of his... Found and answered correctly yeah. daily doubles is just incredible. I felt kind of good last night because I had the same wrong guess as him for uh, final. As did I. Wait, wait, and my wife had the right one. Was it, was, it was iodine as opposed to um, uh, uh, no, uh, it was the tempest. Was it was the play? Oh, the, oh, the one that where the daily double he lost okay. on was was this this. Um, this metal, uh, yes, yeah. Was the tempest the answer or the? Uh, the tempest clue? was the correct answer, and Chris oh. guessed. No, um, no, 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 no. Uh, the uh, I'm sorry, you're right. Yep, the yep. the incorrect answer was uh, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid, and that's yeah. what I guessed too. So I felt like I was uh, making a good bad guess. Yes. What was the category? Plays. Uh, do you want? Do you want yeah. that? All right. The category was plays. The clue was a a 1609 story in which an exiled king of Bulgaria creates a sea palace with his magic oh may have inspired the plot of this play. I, I guess it. Little Mermaid as well. But it is yeah. it is the Tempest. I would think about the it. Tempest. Yeah, because uh, I was in that in college. Ah. So I would have gotten that right. Yeah, yeah. you would have. All right. You played all off in the Tempest. No, so I was a boat swing. Panulo uh, grew up in Brick Township. So defeated. Uh, I was, was a boat swing. Uh, I was the get the rope guy. <laughs> I, I kind of was. Yeah, yeah. I was in the very beginning Ahoy. and the very end. I'll take your horse, sir. Yeah. Uh, so he grew up in Brick Township in Ocean County and paid his way through college with money. He won playing poker. A very Holzhauer-ish. Very, very much so, yeah. He's the oldest of uh, five siblings uh, who relocated to Ocean City after college, uh, where he lives with his longtime girlfriend, who is also his Jeopardy coach. But he, he got a nice take, and he'll, and he'll, he'll, he'll be back. He'll come back for the Tournament of Champions, I'm, I'm sure. Eventually. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. If he's won that many. So he's the fifth uh, in the history of Jeopardy. We were trying to uh, hypothesize as to why you were having more, at least in my memory, more consistent champion-level players. And I think it's the aggressive online soliciting of contestants over the past few years has availed this possibility to a lot more people. Yeah, Yeah. because you used to have to wait till a, uh, essentially an, uh, an audition came to town 
Or yeah. I would imagine you could go to Los Angeles and audition as well. But uh, yeah, there were, there were also limits on the amount of times you could audition, and now you can just kind of do it every day if you want to. No kidding. Yeah. So um, because of like the limitations on in person uh, auditions, um, there were only so many times you could, and you had to like qualify two or three rounds right. to even get to the. Um, in person audition, and but now you can qualify much more quickly, and you can do it from the comfort of your living room. Have you tried it more than once? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The uh, online tests are really difficult. Uh, I would say that the online tests are harder than much harder than the game itself. Well, I'm intrigued. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm gonna they have to go check that. Ask out. very obscure questions. Like I would say they're like Final Jeopardy quality difficult. Almost for every um, initial question. So, Nick, sitting questions. there on the couch with no pressure, with totally. my um, with my dinner in front of me on my little table, yeah, I can rock Jeopardy. Exactly. The second someone is looking at me, yeah, even I for, fall apart. And even yeah. Steve, when you're taking the test online, like there's a countdown clock, yeah. and like there's the pressure of I, I want to do this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it changes the game. You know what? I can't even I can't even type if someone <laughs> is watching me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like Rochelle's sitting there, and we're we're having to answer some kind of question together on air, and I'm I'm typing. I'm so aware, <laughs> I'm so hyper focused on her Why seeing what that? I'm doing that I can't even do that simple act. I can't pleasure myself when the cat's watching. Oh my god! Yeah, Ugh. we did uh, the classroom what three or four years ago yeah, with, yeah. with Richard Curtis, and uh, the, uh, the one of the questions for me was what's eight, eight times twelve. And I, I, I was like, I know what the answer is. It's 96. <laughs> I, but when the camera was on and we were on TV, I said like 140 yeah. or something. I, you know, Al- Albania. <laughs> right? Yeah. What? Yes, bro. No. <laughs> that's me. I, 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 on that particular thing, that's why I'm horrible at games. I just, I get distracted. I yeah. fold. Yeah. You look like uh, the dude from an airplane. You're, you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert Hayes. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go to some other places. Now we're going to leave our region, so we're it's not... City now you are the stream of consciousness. Now it's definitely stream yeah. of consciousness, oh. sir. Uh, maybe you guys saw this. A, a, a new code banning sex between unmarried people was passed by Indonesia's parliament. Oh, wait. It's about damn time. Oh, okay, because you had something about Malaysia yesterday. Did I say Malaysia? You know, I think I might have said Malaysia yesterday. Okay. It's Indonesia. It's in- no, the, the president of Malaysia was saved by Zoolander. But when you had said this to me yesterday, Press, I thought it was, um, I thought it was like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, was so, um, uh, not unmarried sex, not premarital sex, but like uh, if you were cheating on your spouse. No. So that was. No, 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 no. This is just unmarried sex. So they had, they had already had rules against cheating on, on for married couples going outside of the marriage, but now it is just. Unmarried people, and you can face jail time. What I know, and you must let a government official let uh, watch. Okay, yeah. they the, yeah they had the uh, uh, the cuck department. Mm, the cuck, yeah. Oh man, Regis should have run for president. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you know it, buddy? <laughs> I'd be right there with my badge and my billy club. How insane is this? That's hey, insane. hey, 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 hey! Uh, the law won't go into effect. Uh, That's only for pooping. Kathy's back. Kathy's back. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. Uh, the law won't go into effect for a few years, but when it does, it will apply to residents and tourists as well. So what? Here's an, here's a no fascinating way. thing. Now, mind you, I, I am married, so it'd be. But I mean, if you go in just as as you're on, you're on vacation, yeah. could you be prosecuted if you're at the Ramada? Well, es- essentially, the one of the party has to. Um, Complain or something like that. I, okay. I forgot. I forgot what the deal. But 
But yeah, it, it can it could happen. Yes, I love the World Cup. I love the soccer tournament. Um, but it's taking place in Qatar right now. Yeah, and the laws against uh, any gay activity. Yeah, yeah. Oh I think it's God. I think it's seven years in prison. And yeah. this is for people visiting. So if you're a gay mm-hmm. soccer fan yeah. and you go watch the the World Cup. Uh, you're not allowed to essentially be gay in that country. It's insane. You can't if you're um, a woman who gets pregnant. You have to present a marriage certificate in order to get any neonatal care. Wow, that's crazy. So right now, do they even honor GD perks? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Duncan? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't think Cutter runs on Duncan. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, are there any Duncans outside of the country? That's a maybe question. Canada, maybe Mexico. Uh, I don't know, dude. With Tim Horton and Tim Horton territory. Yeah. If, you know, I don't know if they. Horton they, hears a get the f out. Yeah, they might. Uh, well, thirty countries. Whoa, oh, is Cutter one of them? Oh man, probably not. Oh my, uh, now Nick's got to look it all up here. Yeah, uh, Indonesia has one. They're doing pretty great in. Bulgaria. They don't let you have sex outside of marriage, but that's why you, you can use the donut. You can use the donut <laughs> yeah. if oh you want. <laughs> They're in the United Arab Emirates, but not Cutter. D- All right, here we go. Yeah, Chile, Peru, uh-huh. Panama, Colombia. I like that. Puerto Rico, Aruba, but not Canada. Yeah, Canada's no, on Tim, here. Tim, yeah, I Canada. think Preston's right. Oh, is it? Yeah, Canada's. Yeah, there. I yeah. would have thought uh, Tim Horton would have put the smack down, but uh, no, d- good, good for us. We run on Duncan, so well, where you approve of this? Bulgaria, Taiwan, Thailand, Philippines, oh, Malaysia. Pakistan, Singapore. Okay. Hmm. Anyhow, back to the uh, sex outside of uh, wedlock. <laughs> Right now, uh, Indonesia has laws against cheating on your spouse, but the new criminal code banning premarital sex is brand new. It just passed the other day. Uh, The country's tourism industry remains outspoken about how the political move jeopardizes uh, the financial prosperity. And I'm happy with it. Across the island of Indonesia, which rely heavily on tourist dollars as their economy recovers from the pandemic. But the politicians behind it are, are claiming these are traditional values. So this puts that brony convention in jeopardy, right? Bronies. <laughs> Those are the people who love uh, My Little, little Pony. pony yeah. right? Okay. Um, I don't know. Their traditional values? Yeah. Okay. I, I know. So I, I just think that is... Absolutely bizarre. Now, there were loads of protests. There were mm-hmm. people that were totally firmly against it, but it passed. There you go. So if you travel, if you've got a plan to go to Indonesia. Rub one out in the airport. You might <laughs> want to do that uh, before you get step on to their actual country. We have special booths for that, sir. Right. All right. Let's go somewhere else. Let's see. How about... Okay, so I read this this morning, and um, there is a tech company that has developed this thing. It's called um, ChatGPT. So, yeah, I was trying to access this yesterday. Yeah, you have to sign up for an account, and I decided not to sign up for an account. So I wanted to see what it was about. Yes. Um, It it turns out the most difficult thing is actually getting it to go through on the initial run, because I tried about 11 times. So they've developed this state-of-the-art AI chat bot that is so sophisticated that it could render search engines, not to mention jobs, obsolete. Unveiled last week by the open AI company Chat. GPT has already amassed more than a million users worldwide uh, worldwide with its advanced functions, which range from instantaneously composing complex essays yes. and computer code to drafting marketing pitches and interior decorating schemes. So the latest, if you've seen them, they've started to pop up online. They would um, re- recast um, uh, 
Saving Private Ryan with cast members from the original Brady Bunch, and 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 they will, the, the AI will render the characters with the characters from the Brady Bunch. In other words, visually, yes, it can do visual. It can do it can do um, music. It can do actual writing essays, as you just said. Yeah. yeah. So whether depending on what the quality is is a different thing. But it is it is a next step that is again interesting in many ways. And I think also chilling in many ways. I was reading a couple things about it this morning in that, and I had a hard time wrapping my mind around it, that that all these different things can be done with this one service, if you will. Um, But they said, as of now, you may not want to trust exactly what answers you might get back from it because it's still learning. Yeah. (laughs) But you should always vet. I mean, the thing I think is, is that if this, you were talking about this the other day, Preston, about... When uh, someone doesn't know how to actually um, pose a search question right. in Google, my wife has a, a trouble yeah. with this. Um, and in case you say you're not that good at it e- either, I'm not. this will help people that have that issue. You know, yeah. in, in other words, when you're searching for things. So they're talking. Uh, there's capability that, or not capability. There's there's chat that. Um, they might run Google out of business, or they Google's they, working on their own. They might, uh, yeah. they might uh, move them away from having the search monopoly, which is funny. I don't use Google. I'm like one of the rare people that doesn't use Google. You're a Bing guy. I use Bing. I, Bing. They're, 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 I know, I know. Uh, but I, I, there are some features about it that I like a lot. One of them is this uh, this uh, news scroll. Essentially, they yeah. have at the bottom of the page that I use for prep work and stuff like that. Bing is and good. I find I find it's comparable to Google as far as finding. I, if I go on either one, I'm pretty much headed to the same places. Right, what right, I'm searching right. for. So I li- I do notice and it has nice visual stuff to it. I do notice a, a difference in selections, and I like to be. A Surprised of other selections, but yeah. it, it not, in other words, not the same entertainment stuff comes up all the time, and, right. and that it gives you variety. Uh, yeah, but I'm curious about this, uh, but but I didn't fully understand this. It's just that's why I wanted to test it out. Yeah, they're making a big stink yeah. about it, and I, I just pulled up the I, I pulled it up to see if I could access it, and then I saw that you have to sign in, and I was here on my work computer, so I'd rather do it on my home, uh, you know, through an account at home or something like that. So I'll mess around with it later, but it was difficult. To try and I get tried an, twelve times to get. I created an account. It said I had an account. Every time I tried to log into the account, mm. it told me to change my password. I'm like, I what? Well, 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 ah! Yeah, uh, well, it's called Chat GPT. If you're feeling adventurous and you want to check that out, do we have time for another one? One more. Okay, uh, more people die from heart attacks during the last week of December than any other time of the year. Are you guys aware of this? According to the American Heart Association. And the day that tops them all, Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah. People die of heart attacks on Christmas Day than any other day of the year. Well, you know where that is. Christmas morning, everyone has that annual family deadlifting contest. Uh, Yeah. 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 No, uh, in, in the second most cardiac deaths occur on December 26th, mm-hmm. and the third most, most on January 1st. I wonder, Why? Uh, well, they, they sort of give some ideas here. Uh, the Santa can often put a death curse on people he doesn't like. <laughs> oh. No, is it the stress of the holidays? Some of that. Yeah, so uh, the uh, Christmas and New Year's, uh, there's a 5% uh, increase in risk. Of those events taking place, uh, why do people die on, or why, yeah, why do people die on Christmas and New Year's? It asks Santa. <laughs> uh, they say the cold weather causes blood vessels to constrict to keep core warm. Constriction also increases blood pressure, which puts extra strain on the cardiovascular system. But 
This is not just in the cold parts of the world. No. These are, this happens in Florida, Los, in California, Australia. People you know. die all around the world on Christmas. <laughs> uh, but a study published in the journal Circulation showed that uh, coronary artery death and template uh, temperature uh, temperate Los Angeles was 33% higher in December and January than June or September. So here's what they think. One of the main drivers of that phenomenon is during the holidays, people are less likely to seek medical attention mm-hmm. when they have an emergency. Because they want to drink more eggnog. Well, or just yeah. there's there's family things going right. on. There's obligations. And They'll they get don't... to it later. Yeah. It's just a stroke. Um it may be because people are traveling, uh, so they're unfamiliar uh, in an unfamiliar environment, and they don't know exactly where the hospitals are. Right. And it may be because elderly family members or vulnerable people are at home while the rest of the family is vacationing, uh, so it's harder for them to get help. But they're not 100% sure. Also, overindulgence of salt, fatty foods, and alcohol puts our bodies at greater risk, too. Uh, we also tend to get less sleep and exercise due to the holiday parties and other holiday obligations like shopping and decorating. And they also say that people are uh, get um, they will get a little irregular with their uh, medication. If, they'll, they, okay. if okay. they're traveling or whatever, that, that can throw them off their medication schedule. Upper respiratory infections like colds, the flu, COVID-19 run rampant during winter. They also put us in further jeopardy as well. I had another story. We're not going to have time to get to it as to why uh, we get more uh, colds and flu in the colder months. Even though they say it's usually not the cold doesn't have anything to do with it, turns out it does. Uh-huh. Really? Yes, it I've does. I've always heard the idea was that you, uh, you you tend to go inside and you're in closer nope. proximity to people. There's new uh, research that shows it has to do with your nose and the colder temperature. Oh. And there, uh, there are things that happen in there biologically uh, when it gets colder that keeps it from fighting... Uh, um, uh, not infection, but but the uh, you know Viral bacteria, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. bacteria getting in there, and ah. and that that so it does have to do with the cold. I knew it. I freaking knew it. That's why my nostrils are as moist as you can possibly imagine, yeah. Dr. Neil Med. Yeah, I don't know if the n- n- moist has oh, anything I'm to do believe with it. Is, whether there, that's there true are or actual not. cells that yeah. that yeah. are, are kind of created. You need and, nose warmer. I have get wet activated. Cell. Yeah, that's that. what you need—a nose yeah. warmer. Yep. Yep. All right. Nose muff. We're done with the... Well, I've done that. I've had those <laughs> Yeah. Usually when you're eating salad, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Salad. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the nose... It depends on how big you your mean... nose is. <laughs> you're like the, doing the Humpty Dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it for the... A big nose can do that. Right. That That's it for the stream of consciousness. Girl. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We're going live on Fox Good Day. When we return, stay there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll be hearing some music uh, come up here in a second. That means we're going live on Fox Good Day. I can hear it now. So let's do this TV you know, thing. Uh, on Christmas morning, it's pretty standard stuff. And Christmas Eve, some people, you know, leave their pajamas on as they open the gifts. Or, uh, 
Well, what we're looking for, those are traditional stuff. We're looking for kind of quirky things that your family might do that no other family does. Now, I like to bathe in a big bathtub of eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's different. No, that so, is different. Preston and Steve, uh, what do you guys do? I can't unsee that, first of all, um, <laughs> Mike. What? So thank you for that. Uh, you can see it on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, well, there right. you go. Anytime you want, conveniently. <laughs> um, I, we, we personally don't have any uh, traditions like that. My my wife and her mother used to do these things a few years ago. I thought it was kind of cute. They would buy each other the ugliest socks that they could find <laughs> through the year. Oh, and, that's good. And they would share those. I thought that was kind of a cute little tradition. I kind of want to bring I that I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wake up extra, extra early, and then we open our neighbor's presents. <laughs> oh. And you got to be yeah. quiet, but you uh, can do it. No, it's sure. fairly traditional stuff, but there are a lot of people, over the course of time, uh, you, they're the, the classics that you encounter that people just, like you say, with the with the, the, the socks or the sweaters or the PJs, mm-hmm. that's all part of a tradition. Right. right. Casey, I guess, has something so, to do. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well. So my family does this thing, and, and to tell you the truth, I've never heard of any other family doing this. But we started this when when we all lived together. It was, you know, what Pollyanna is. We do that, but we also right. do this thing called Kris Kringle, where essentially you have a secret Santa, right? And from uh, we always picked our Kris Kringles at uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and between Thanksgiving and Christmas, your secret Kris Kringle would do. Nice little things for you. So when we all lived together as brothers and sisters, mom and dad. Made more sense. It, well, you would, you would you know, come home and, and your bed would be made or your room would be clean or, or you know, you would have a, a candy bar sitting on your pillow. and Or your family would have moved. Or, or your family moved. <laughs> Something right. I always wanted. And, um, but that tradition has continued. I like and, that. And it's, and it's great. I and like that a lot. You, yeah. you keep doing that? Like, like you keep doing good turns for someone until Christmas? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bump the brakes, man. Um, like, one time, I'm good Yeah, with but now that we're all grown-ups and, and adults and, and we live outside the home, uh, it goes on past Christmas, and we have what we call Pollyanna Kris Kringle dinner. And then after dinner, we go to no. one of the siblings' houses, and we exchange gifts, and we reveal who our secret Santa how has been over the That's weekend. elaborate. It's how, awesome, though. How how do you choose who's the Chris Kringle for whom? You, you just you, you, pick, you, you pick names out of a hat, and uh, it's <laughs> what did you say? Slap fights, slap fights. fights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom wins every yeah. single time. Yeah. Her mom, his mom, has hands like canned hams. Um, but it, it, it's and Bam. I've never heard of any other family ever doing this ever since I, I love that concept. It's it's really great, and it was great to start as a as a family unit, and now has grown. And you know the the in laws and uh, you know like my sister in law, brother in law, everybody's part of it. It's cool. Hmm. I think that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Which you know, I, I've I've uh, left work, and there's been like a gift card sitting on my on my windshield. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really cool like that. Are you intrigued by that? You think you might do that? I think it's a lot of work, frankly. And as Preston and I observed, there's a limit to kindness. It doesn't have to be elaborate. I I was thinking, though, do you still have to get another gift then for everybody? Is that that how you guys do gifts? Alex Alex is doing the math in her mind. No, no, you're right. That's how we did gifts. That's why... Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, you're not making gifts, so, so are you? Then you wouldn't share gifts on Christmas morning? Yeah, I didn't have to, like, get a gift for each of my okay. siblings or okay. anything like that. Okay, and, that's yeah. what right. I was wondering. Right. Oh, yep. well, then who? Real quickly here, because we're out of time. Yes. Uh, is your family, my family was always, there were eight of us in the room, nine with my grandmother. Wow. And we, it stretched on for four or five hours because each person opened the gift 
by themselves and everybody had to look at them. Uh, that's yes, the, that's the new. That and you go around the room clockwise. That's the new interrogation tactic for the United States Army is <laughs> right. sitting with a large family no. as they separately open each gift. That would last for about two gifts and then it was a free for all in my house. And then oh really? I, I've had to sit where and you open up like, oh, it's underarm deodorant. No, 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 no. Forget it. <laughs> no, we want to drag it out. By the way, the yeah, list of Kathy's you? holiday activities is coming up in just a moment here on the President Steve Show. We're gonna, and we'll post it online too. Kathy uh, vets all these great things that you can do around okay. this time of year. I wanted to hit that. Great. Yeah. Leave your TV on, but jump over and listen to the radio. <laughs> Do a moment. It's important. Yeah. We'll see you Good guys. Day, Wednesday, December 7th, 2822. All right. There you go. All right. There you go. Hey, man. Hey. hey man. Tease that coming up. Well, they they tease stuff on the show all the time. My balls right there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hey. We all know what's going on. Doesn't matter. They can't take it back. Yeah. We do Wait. this song and Why dance. Dude, yeah. By the way, this Still system running. sucks. That this, that you, you just. <laughs> Hang on. I just turned this up, and the bizarre yeah. file music is still there. Wow, that's weird. Are we? Are you guys jotting down a master list here? Because some of these, some of these absolutely have to be changed. I don't even know what to categorize this as. Stupid stuff the board does. Hey, Rodney, uh, if you're listening, this is playing, but it's not playing. Yeah, there's nothing in the what we call the stack that is indicating that this is playing. There's <laughs> nothing on here. Yeah, and there's I there's no, no words, words on, on it. it. <laughs> it says output. I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. <laughs> the output is dash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, it's, stu- yeah. it's stupid to have one button that is your firing button. You should at least have two faders yep. so that you can alternate. It's stupid. Well, it's no, like I, getting into the cockpit of a plane no, we, and we having have, one button you push. No, no, we have three faders. We just have one button and it rotates. Uh, never mind, folks. We're, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. <laughs> Kristen and Steve's There's no words on it. Now, what I want to see if, if we have two different going here. I'm going to fade this down. Yeah, sure yeah. enough, there's that one. And what? Then... <laughs> Can you open wow. the window, Daddy? I'm getting sick. That was fun. Yeah. Right. I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. All right, let me get into some Bizarre file stories. We're going to start with this one. Uh, mounted officers in Florida were per- performing lawful duties uh, around 1.48 a.m. when 27-year-old Alicia Lalani decided to hit the horse in the rear end. Mm-mm. An officer who witnessed the slap said that he saw Lalani walk behind his partner, who was also riding a police horse, open his hand, and slap the horse's rear end. Officers said that Lalani expressed surprise after they told him that he was under arrest, claiming that he didn't know he wasn't allowed to hit horses. <laughs> Dumbass. Did you see, uh, see Parabellum, the John Wick the Third movie? No. There's a couple of scenes where the he... He has the horse kick back and okay. clock somebody. It's great. So he he flat out said he didn't know that he wasn't allowed to hit the horse. Yeah, you are hey, man, not allowed. Let's go out tonight and hit the horses. <laughs> let's do that. Let's kick police dogs. Uh, Lalani was taken into custody and charged with uh, battery on a police horse. Yeah. Chuck stuff off a bridge. Oh, <laughs> lots of stuff. There's yeah. lots. You can stomp the printer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, late night pitch and play. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right, so... Here's a follow-up story from one I had yesterday. 911 operators got a call from the wife of a man who shot and killed his downstairs neighbors mm. after one of the neighbors. And so I, there was a 75-year-old man. He killed these two 81-year-old people. They were uh, members of the uh, homeowners organization, yeah, homeowners association. 
And so now we know why he did it. Okay. So this is the follow-up. could possibly be the reason? So he went downstairs, shot and killed two of his neighbors after one of the neighbors yelled at his wife for leaving the community laundry room door open. Mm-hmm. That seems like something you execute people over. Yep, he did it in front of another neighbor and the mailman. Well, now I'm going to have to kill you. Before walking himself upstairs to inform his wife what he had done when detectives arrived, the murderous man was in shock, sitting in a chair, and told authorities, I lost my temper. You left a bounce sheet in the dryer. Well, Grandma, I'm coming back to murder you. Uh, the man was taken into custody. Deputies reported he had a concealed carry permit and regularly carried his gun on his body for protection. Huh. But his, uh, but he had a gun, and Snapped. he got angry, and he went and killed them over Ugh. being told to close the door of the laundry room. Insane. Uh, police were needed to break up a fight Friday night between two 30-year-old men dressed as Christmas characters who were attending a work-related holiday party. They were brawling? I wish I could see one of these things live. Yeah. It cracks me up when people are in costume and they're fighting. One of the 30... 30- one of the 30-year-old men who was dressed as the Grinch <laughs> was arrested for allegedly assaulting the other man who was dressed as a reindeer. Yes! Police were called to the Hotel Indigo Friday night and discovered the man dressed as a reindeer defending himself <laughs> from the Grinch as the Grinch was punching him. Police believe the incident was fueled by alcohol. Uh. <laughs> and not the size of either man's heart. So they got into a fight and they got arrested over that. Uh, here's a story out of Clearwater. Now, this is pretty messed up, all right? A man has been arrested for allegedly launching into a sick rampage while taking a friend's golden doodle for a walk. Chad Mason horrified a group of adults and a child after he abandoned any idea of walking the dog and instead began sexually assaulting the animal. Oh, my God. The shocking incident unfolded on Sunday afternoon when the Florida man allegedly took his pants down in a busy street and started to do that right there. Jeez. Bystanders immediately called the police, but as officers arrived, Mason stormed off and is accused of destroying a nativity scene at a nearby church as well. Uh, He inexplicably initiated the contact with the dog in front of numerous witnesses, including adults and a juvenile. Police said that as officers... So you're telling me I can't have sex with the dog around the holidays? As officers... I want my country back. ...arrived and Mason ran to the nearby Northwood Presbyterian Church where he knocked over a nativity display broke potted plants, and tossed children's toys from the playground area. <laughs> Officials estimated about uh, $400 in damages to the church. Uh, Mason claimed that uh, he knew the owner of the dog and uh, was taking it for a walk. I know the owner. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he's being held in the county jail pending a court appearance. And then I have this other dog store story, wholly different. A Georgia sheep dog named Casper yeah. proved that he might be the baddest canine in the country after he was attacked by an entire pack of coyotes and won. The eight-on-one fight yeah. lasted for over a half hour. Wow. And Casper emerged victorious, and the coyotes, he killed all eight of them. Well, killed killed eight yeah. coyotes and saved the herd. Farm owner John uh, Wirewillers said that his this group of coyotes were particularly unafraid of him. And while he didn't feel threatened himself, Casper appeared to be the pack's target. Uh, he came out of the fence here and killed more, and they had uh, a fight all the way up and down this creek. It wasn't a short thing. You want a piece of me? He said it was like a half hour. Uh, when the dust settled, Casper was nowhere to be seen, but there was evidence that he took a beating. John feared the worst. He said if he wasn't killed, 
Uh, we knew he was hurt because we found parts of his tail and blood, so we were worried about him. Uh, finally, after two days in the wild, Casper came home, uh, battered and bruised with a number of deep wounds, but he was alive. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, he said he kind of was looking at me like, boss, stop looking at me. <laughs> How bad do I look? Just take care of me. Uh, Casper's injuries were substantial, but as the old saying goes, you should see the other guy. Uh, it looked like a coyote grabbed his skin and peeled it right off, he said. Uh, Lifeline Animal Project stepped in to help launching a GoFundMe campaign to cover Casper's $15,000 hospital bill. Uh, the campaign quickly exceeded their goal, raising enough funds to fully cover Casper and save future animals as well. It's a hell of a dog. Coyotes typically don't hunt in packs like wolves. However, they are known to be very social animals that run in smaller family groups. However, when food gets scarce... Coyotes can team up and sometimes will even cooperatively hunt with other species uh, to secure a meal. And most likely, this was a large litter of pups. I saw a coyote yes, was it yesterday, the day before, on Germantown Avenue. Really? Yeah. What so was he said, doing? I was shopping at the Wawa. Oh, okay. no, no, it was just it was really early, so he was running down the street. Huh. They said this was a large litter of pups that hadn't left mom and dad quite yet, giving them strength in numbers as well as the confidence to mount a large attack. Wow. wow. But, yeah, he t- killed all eight of them. That's crazy. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, yes, Case. Uh, before, because uh, I don't, Kathy's holiday t- activities is, is her thing, and I don't yeah. want to, uh, to... Steal in- the thunder. In- in- yeah, so I press, uh, yeah, press. Uh, Kathy, I have a present for you. You don't have to, you can use this during holiday activities. You don't have to, right. but I wanted to give this to you now. It's a holiday menstrual cup. Yeah, and, I, and I wrapped it good it for you. For I me. wrapped it really good for you. In the oh. Amazon packaging. Amazon pack. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, cute. What, wait. <laughs> oh, it's really good. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> it's my man. Yeah. There you oh go. my oh. god. Okay. And I always forget this guy's name. Uh what was his name? He's well hung black guy. The, very you, you know who he is. African American man that's uh, sitting on the edge of a bed with a <laughs> uh, a tree trunk between his legs. Yeah. Uh and it's used in constant uh memes, memes. and, and uh gags and stuff like that. So what does it say on it? Uh, it says, it's a, it's a it's a Christmas uh, sweater. It says big pack. It says I have a big package for you. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> you probably wear that at the Christmas miracle. I yeah, or sweater. Give that. it to Jace, maybe. <laughs> Wait, I have like an actual figure where his little thing is like the bobblehead, but it's his a little bo- thing. It's yeah. a bobble D. Oh my god, his big thing. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, and I found it was like kind of tucked away with all of the uh, holiday decorations, and I'm like, I should like I need to hide this. I can't let. Jeez, find it. By the way, of us all here on the show, I, the person that sends that the most oh, yeah. to anyone is the receiver of this gift right now. Go, oh, my God. Thank That's wonderful, Casey. Nice. Thank well you, done. Casey. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we get the long-awaited holiday activities yeah. list from Kathy Romano. You wanted it. You got it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Why do you ask? Blank 182. Smashing pumpkins. Bowl beat. New music. 
music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, real quick before we do the activities, uh, reminder, we have a secret text where we have a chance food on a flyer, Santa sack. Uh, and it's uh, tickets to the game January 17th. Lower level tickets, by the way. And a sack. And a whole bunch of stuff, including some Wings tickets in there, too. Uh, text word secret, 39333. And you can buy the Flyer Santa sack uh, as a gift this holiday season. So shop now at philadelphiaflyers.com for more information. All right. With that out of the way, it is time now to not only get the list, but the new song for Kathy's holiday activities. Are we all ready? Yeah. yeah. Everybody prepared and set. Here we go. Kathy's holiday activities are here to bring us awesome Christmas cheer. It's this list of fun, exciting, wintry things we've looked forward to all year. We were supposed to do this list five days ago. But Kathy's voice is sounding like a Chevy Tahoe. Since Dr. Mike has fixed her, she's ready to go and read this list to you. Kathy Romano's holiday activities are here and we are all happy. To find new excuses in the winter time to go drinking Kathy can show you where to see great Christmas lights And the perfect skating rink to get faced at night We're happy that she's back at work, so hold on tight For holiday activity Kathy's holiday activity Yes, it's holiday activities That's why we hired Kyle. Kyle yeah. Mack, once again, with a fantastic jingle. By the way, Kathy's Holiday Activities brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods and local flavors. There are 10 brand new activities for 2022. And uh, you can go to com for the activities list. But let's find out what we're in store for. Yeah, so I have to say, um, I think part of the reason why I got sick was because I ran myself <laughs> so hard in the, the two weeks prior to when we were supposed to release this list, you know, a week ago. Right. Um, trying to go to all of these and do all of these events and these, you know, they would have media events and all of that. And so <laughs> I actually went to these places. And listen, there were some that I went to and I was like, uh-uh, I can't, like, I can't do this. I can't yeah. put this on the list. I can't send people there. So well, that, you, okay. you have, There's a pedigree associated with this list, and we appreciate you being candid. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the way the list started was, um, you know, my cousin and I, years ago, we always wanted to, you know, we took our, our kids to do these events because we rem- th- these were memories that we remember right. going with um, our mothers. So we wanted to create that. I started telling you guys about it, and, you know, and so the list was born, and I do this so that people have something to do, you know, whether it's it's a couple or it's a family and you have kids, there's uh, stuff on here for both adults and kids. There are things that have been, that have been incorporated into the Morrison family yeah. tradition. Yes. Colbrookdale Railroad. Yeah, you guys go every year. That and was others. on my list. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's start. Number one. Okay, uh, here you go. Hang on a second. Holiday activities. Okay. <laughs> I love it. The Logan Hotel in Philadelphia is offering a holiday magic experience on December 11th. The event is a one-of-a-kind that gives families a unique, personal way to visit with Santa. Now, I they have two separate things that are happening at the Logan Hotel, but both of them in this suite that they're offering. And this was actually 
on the way to the Logan Hotel, uh, I went with with a friend of mine. We, you know, obviously talked on the drive there. Right. We talked at the event. And on the way home, she go, she looks at me and she goes, what is happening with your voice? <laughs> it, it was at oh, this boy. event that it just just went away. Right. Like, oh, by the time I got home, I couldn't speak. So we're seeing pictures of you in this ornate suite. Yes. What, is okay. that it? So, yes. So, so the activity that's happening on the 11th is is uh, where kids and families get to meet with Santa. So the activity offers welcome. There's, you know, it's obviously one price. It's a package. The activity offers welcome drinks for the parents. There's complimentary valet parking. Uh, 20 minutes of individual time in Santa's workshop, which is inside of this suite. So you get to meet with Santa and Mrs. Claus. And don't worry, Santa gets a little refresher on what your kids want, you know, as gifts for the holidays. And, nice. Um, yeah. So you'll get 5 to 15 digital professional photographs, a take-home box of Christmas cookies and a decorating kit which I did bring home and Jay's decorated uh, and the the event takes place in this holiday lodge suite. Now if you're looking for a little staycation, you can actually rent out this suite. So what they've done is they've completely decorated the suite. It's one of the, the best rooms in the hotel and it has its own Christmas tree, it has holiday bedding it has views of the Ben Franklin Parkway you can get a full course dinner and dessert delivered right to your room there's a dining room inside of this suite. There's a pool table. So when, when, when can you when can you uh, when can you get the room if you wanted to rent it? So so you can call the Logan Hotel and you can rent it now. It, okay. It's available uh, if you want to go and stay. It's also available for parties. Like if, if there's you know girls were doing like a Pollyanna, wow. a girls' day, or you know even a smaller holiday party, you can actually rent this suite and it's like you're in you're in like an apartment it has a living room if you stay over they have a nice um large screen tv you can sit you can watch a holiday movie i love that hotel kathy it's it's kind of underrated and it was sort of on unoccupied for a little bit they have a great rooftop bar really nice views of the city it's just a cool place to hang i took a, a we celebrated our anniversary yeah. there when you got you had room service and looked at on over the uh the, the parkway, it was Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so Nick, speaking of that roo- rooftop bar, um, they're doing a pop-up Alpine Heights at the Assembly Rooftop Lounge. Oh, so nice. it's a nice. gorgeous winter-focused ski lodge uh, with festive cocktails and comfort food. We did take a visit uh, up there when we went. It was a, a little chilly when we were there, but they have the fire pits and all of that set up. Uh, and then for each um, activity, I either have like a helpful hint or a coupon code. Uh, and your hint slash code for the Holiday Lodge is the suite is being offered at a 50% discount. Wow. Than the normal price of the room. So, like, when brides go and get married there, yeah. um, you know, whatever their price is, uh, it's now 50% of that. So, Whoa. if you go stay. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm, it was so cool in there. It was, like, just this cozy, warm, you know, and you can go Looks out. Looks like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. It, you know what, Steve? It yeah. did. It yeah. looked exactly like a Hallmark Hallmark movie. Um, but you can, you know, you can go do some city events, some holiday yeah, events. Yeah, you're right the in the Christ- heart of the city, right yeah, there. Yeah, go ice skating. The Christmas yep. Village is there. Yeah, and then, right you around know, the corner from City Hall. Come back and, and spend time in the room. Maybe get dinner in the room because awesome. you're paying to stay there. And it's it's that beautiful. So like yeah. um, that is number one on the list. All right. Holiday activities. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the Charlin Farms in Yardley Bucks County. So you guys know I mentioned Shady Brook Farm a lot over yes. the years in my holiday activities. And it's they great. have they have the drive-through light display, which is amazing. And they are just a huge empire and they do it right. But this little farm is actually right down the street from them. Charlin and, Farms? Yeah, Charlin Farms. And if you have 
younger kids, or I mean, I even took Jace. He's, he's 11. So uh, it, it's really anybody. But if you don't want that big, huge, you sort of want something a little bit smaller. Right. This is perfect to go to. So they've set up this little red truck. You know, everybody loves to do their holiday photos. Right. And they can get expensive. They set up this beautiful red truck, and in the bed of the truck, they have pillows and, you know, different decorations there. You go, you set up a 15-minute time slot, and you can take your own pictures. And this is like an older truck. It's, yeah. it's got a real classic look to it. It's really good. Yeah, it's not a Ford like F-150. the 1950s or something like that. I think yeah. it's all it's uh, it's, C- it's C-H-A-R-L-A-N-N, and it's named after the, the two owners who was Char- Charles and Anne. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so so you can go. You can take your own photos. They have a tent set up. Santa is in the tent. I actually- oh, oh, oh. Wow, <laughs> man, that's <sounds> great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more time. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Who is Kathy Romano. Uh, you been a good girl? Uh, so you can you can take your own photos your on the kiss. the vintage red truck, or you can go. Kiss you. Or you can go in the tent, and they have uh, they have photo packages with Santa. And, I approve of this Santa, by the way. And yeah. it's also a farm, so you can pick up you know your Christmas tree. They have a little shop with um, gifts that are all made by local vendors. Um, they also have you know wreaths and, and things like that. But what I think you guys are going to really love is they're also doing a drive-in holiday movie. Oh. So every weekend in December, a different holiday movie will be featured. Uh, cars can line up in their pasture, and visitors are invited to set up tailgate style or inside their car, whatever they want, to watch the movie. That's, That's excellent. Yeah. I love the idea. So if you, you can go with the, the big, you know, expansive thing, but this is a little bit more pared down, so you can c- kind of uh, surgically go in, have a good time, and then be on your way. Yeah, and uh, Santa is also visiting every weekend from now until December 18th. They're also doing, on December 18th, from 2 to 6, uh, Santa's reindeer will be there. But my hint is oh. that the reindeer package and the drive-in movies, they sell out. So make sure uh, you get your tickets. All right. uh, they're also offering uh, a coupon code. So if you go to the farm, you go in their little shop and you do some shopping. Uh, if you mention Kathy's fall activities, you get 15% off at the farm. Holiday activities. Uh, what did I I say fall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why did you say that? Okay. Uh, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to punch you. Wait. Oh, 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 You're dumber than I am. Holiday activities, yes. All right. Uh, next one. All right, here we go. Holiday activities. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're heading to, we went to Bucks County, which is, you know, like the uh, preferable county, but. We apologize. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to take you to Delaware this County. What's going on? <laughs> Don't you ever say Delaware County. <laughs> Sorry, Del- we're going to take you to Delco. Thank you. Um, Rose Tree Park. Now, I know this has been like in existence forever, um, but I've actually never been there. Because we really um, have the bargain bark. <laughs> and so I asked Casey about it. I'm like, is this worth it? Like, how is it? Is it? And you said it's awesome, right? It Please. is. And it's gotten bigger over the years. Before, it was just kind of like bright lights you would see as you were driving past and maybe you would stop by. Maybe now it is a. Uh, you, you're invited. You know, like please come and check it out. And they have like a whole, whole Christmas village set so up. This, in the is, this is a walking display. Yes. yes. So dozens of illuminated trees create a joyful holiday spirit as you stroll through the picturesque park. For the second year in a row, Casey mentioned the park is doing the Delco Holiday Village, which consists of local merchants and food trucks. Uh, and the Holiday Village will be open uh, this weekend and next weekend. But the walkthrough that's open every night of the week until January. Every 1st. night. So you can go and walk through. But if you want to take part, you know, in a little more of the activity and the, and the village. That's this weekend and next so Casey, weekend. Casey, at least like 40 years on this, right? Because I remember driving past it as a kid because yep. my, my 
grandmother lived in Wallingford, and we would drive on 252 back to my parents' house. And, and I remember being excited about seeing it, yes. driving past it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and like I said... Before, it was just a thing that you drove past. You were like, oh, that's cool, yeah. you know? And then, um, I mean, the park is pretty deep, and they have, like, you know, paved walking trails yes, and stuff. that's and, awesome. And they've gotten... Uh, they've they got have that s- amphitheater, too. They, they do, but that's off to the to uh, the left or right. the right, whichever way you're looking at. But um, they've gotten smart, and they go, okay, this this could be and should be something bigger. And so over the years, it's gotten bigger. Well, what we're looking at picture-wise, it looks pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks really nice. So uh, my helpful hint is that uh, media is just down the road. It's a beautiful town uh, to dine and to go shopping during the holiday season. Uh, and my tip is to try the blood orange margarita with a sugar rim at La Katrina. Ah, oh, all right. By the way, these holiday activities list brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and you can uh, get the activities list at Pre- PrestonandSteve.com. Holiday activities. Yeah, pretty voices. <laughs> I know. Oh, and, oh, oh. and I'm trying with my voice here. No, you're it's doing still, great. It's still a little raspy. Uh, okay, up next is the Christmas House in the King of Prussia Mall. It's a new indoor holiday spectacular. You can get some shopping and a holiday activity done all in one visit. So it's a walk-through Christmas experience right inside of the mall. It's in the former JCPenney location. Uh, the experience consists of individually themed rooms such as Christmas Story Cafe, the gingerbread room, an elf room, and a snow room where it actually snows indoors. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas house will bring guests through holidays of yesteryear and today with imagery depicting various Christmas settings ranging from the North Pole with indoor snow and Santa's workshop to sets designed to replicate iconic scenes from holiday films. I want to see that. I was in, I took, uh, well, I took pictures in all of the rooms, but uh, the Christmas story room was my favorite. Uh, They really had it set up nice. Did they replicate it? Yeah, you know, they had the leg lamp, the couch, and and all of that. Uh, And uh, Preston, I think on the line is uh, Justin, who actually created this. Okay, let's go to him right now. Hi, uh, Justin, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Wonderful. So, uh, Kathy wanted to get us uh, to get you on uh, to uh, expand a little bit on this whole activity. All right. Awesome. I would definitely support Kathy, a fellow Bucks County enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) So, Justin uh, lived in Bucks County for a while. uh, And but, yeah, he created this whole thing in the mall. Wow. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the the nature of this. Like, uh, how big is it? it. Sure. So it, it's about, I think we're at about 15,000 to 20,000 square feet, something like that. And it takes about 45 minutes to get through all of the rooms. We've got a dozen rooms. We even built out a full-size blockbuster video, um, which has a bunch of different Christmas movies in it and VHS tapes and the old clickety-clackety clamshell blockbuster tapes, which, you know, kids are confused by. Uh, right. When I took my son in, he was like, what is this? And I, we explained what the Blockbuster was, and he was like, wait, so you can't just watch the movie? You could only get it if it was there? I'm like, yes. Yeah. All right, what are some of the other rooms? Uh, this is intriguing. Sure, so we got a tropical room that's actually wall-to-wall sand where you could play Nog Pong and a couple of other fun summer games. Uh, we got an indoor light show that's really cool. Walk through one of those light show tunnels but not drive through it and get stuck in traffic, mm. drive through a bunch of potholes. So one of the other really fun rooms is we have a Santa and Elves illusion room, where if you stand on one side of the room and oh. someone is standing on the other side, you look like a giant, like Santa would next to an elf, and then the two of you can swap places, and one becomes the elf, one becomes Santa. I love yeah, somebody. That was really cool. These are a lot of, obviously, a lot of selfie opportunities, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, tons and tons. Yeah, no, it, it was like it's set up for pictures yes you know? of course yeah 
Nice. And Justin, how long will this uh, be running? Is it going uh, a little bit past Christmas or just up until Christmas? Uh, it's going a little bit past. We're open every single day and night in December. Excellent. And we, we definitely recommend people get their tickets now because we tend to sell out. So they can just go. It's ChristmasHouseKingOfPrussia.com. We made the website very easy. <laughs> it's just exactly what our name is. And you can also buy tickets on site if you're bopping around the mall. We're over on the second floor by uh, Dick's and Coldstone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on a, a really cool event and activity for people to check out, Justin. Thank you so much. And one thing I just want to mention as well is we have a No Family Left Out program. Oh. So our tickets are inexpensive. They're only $19.99 for kids, $24.99 for adults. But I know that these economic times are trying for many families. So if anybody has difficulty affording that, if they just go to our website and shoot us an email, we never turn a family away. Oh, oh that's really nice. That's fantastic. And the uh, the uh, website beautiful. address again, please. I'm sorry? Uh, what, what's the address that people can go to to, to send you an email or, or, or what sure. account they send it to you? Sure. It's ChristmasHouseKingOfPrussia.com. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Nice work, Justin. Thank you so much for checking in and giving us the info. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys so much. Happy holidays. All right. Happy holidays to you. That's really cool. Yeah. I actually forgot about the, the illusion room that he said where, uh, so Jace stood and he looks like the giant and then I stood on the other side of the room where I look like this tiny little elf. It, oh, it's, I love that. Yeah, Dude, I'm digging really this. Cute. I'm absolutely awesome. digging this. Yes. Uh, and there's a coupon code, Kathy10. Oh. So uh, if you want a discount, put that in when you check out and buy your tickets. That's inside of the King of Russia Mall. Excellent. Holiday activities. Okay, so next up, I and a couple of these I feel really bad because next up is historic downtown Westchester. They had their parade. We were able yeah. to mention it. It happened on Friday. Um, but they're still, you know, lit up for the entire season. So they transform the whole town with these dazzling lights. I mean, they're all over. And it's uh, sponsored by Chester County Hospital Lights. It's a light-up holiday weekend. So uh, it's one of my favorite towns. Yes, I went to Westchester University, but the town is just so stunningly beautiful. So you can sip, shop, dine, and enjoy holiday activities every weekend through New Year's. Uh, the town has six full weekends for you to enjoy with Santa, free outdoor holiday concerts, carolers, a professional gingerbread house competition, which is actually taking place this weekend. Uh, so make sure you leave plenty of time to, you know, shop, stop and eat and, you know, shop that they have, you know, one of a kind boutiques there. So this Friday, uh, December 9th, Santa is going to visit from 3.30 to 4.30 at S&T Bank. Carolers uh, are roaming downtown and they're going to be performing and then this gingerbread house competition, uh, it's act- they're actually using professional bakers to make these gingerbread oh, houses. That's cool. Yeah, and it's a little competition that's going to be set up all weekend. And then on Saturday at 3 o'clock, Santa is going to make his way through town on a fire truck. You can, get- oh, oh. <laughs> you can get free photos with Santa and free hot chocolate at MNC Bank on High Street at 3.30. And my coupon code, of course, you guys know my favorite restaurant uh, in Westchester is Meatball U. Yes. That is my cousin Dan's restaurant. And- that's that's where I went to college. Yes. If you mention my name, you can get a free dessert with your purchase. You did not go to college. Uh, yeah. I did, but he just kept shoving meatballs in my mouth. But he does. He rides on a, on a fire truck. Ho, ho, ho. And he's a woo, woo. You would forget to come see me at the bank. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Uh, next one. Holiday activities. 
So the next one is the DuPont Hotel in Wilmington, Delaware. And this is another one that I feel really bad about because um, their activity was actually only a week long and it ends today. Oh. So uh, I may actually put them in the list next year just so people can actually experience it. But uh, they have they unveiled their Apres Ski inspired seasonal pop up tent this year and it was absolutely beautiful. They did such a nice job. Like I walked in and I felt like it was in this like cozy, warm atmosphere. It was it, it just was decorated so beautifully. Oh, okay, I saw a couple pictures. This this looks and it, it, it ends today. So it ends today. So if you're if you if you're in Wilmington or if you're but if you're in Wilmington, you work there or you can get there easily. Take advantage. Go of for lunch or dinner today. I'm oh. telling it it was such a cool experience and all it was Why, why did they just do it for one week? Um so so it's the first year. My right. guess is they wanted to see how it goes, right. and they're going to bring it back again. What next exactly year. is it? Um, so it, it, they basically across the street from the hotel, they've set up this huge tent and they turned it into um, you know like a, like a ski lodge basically mm. where you can go. But they had different packages where you could do brunch with Santa, you could do a lunch package, a dinner package, a drink whoa, package. Whoa. Um, yeah. Where you go and and you sit. But the way that they decorated it, like just to go, you know, with some friends for uh, you know for I'm, lunch or I'm for a fan dinner. Of the the cozy, the, the whole yeah. atmosphere. I'm, I'm totally down with that. And they had like these awesome, um, you know, like holiday themed cocktails. I I went <laughs> at noon one day. They had uh, a media day, so I went and uh, you they were passed hand- out by three. Wait, they handed <laughs> me chick over there. She completely hammered. <laughs> Press. They handed me this um, like snow globe with some white drink in it, and I was like, "What is it?" And they were like, "Oh, it's a winter martini." I was like, "Okay." I took a sip out of the straw. I was like. Oh, I can't even. I can't take another sip and drive home. <laughs> That's another like gem in our area. The Hotel Dupont is is awesome. It's never like, been there. Yeah, it's really really nice. And uh, another like if you're doing a, a staycation or something like that, uh-huh. a great place to stay. Really beautiful, like old school kind of uh, hotel. It's really it, pretty. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's it nice. Was, uh, yeah, I hope that. Well, take advantage of it today. Steve, they, this place is up your alley. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's totally I'm down with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you can get there today, I would highly recommend you going. Um, they did take reservations, but you can also walk up. All right. uh, and if you bring a like hat glove scarf combo um they're collecting for uh the sorry police athletic league of wilmington nice. um, and if you bring that you get a free drink so if you can go today but i if they do this again next year this is going on my list again right. next year all right Alrighty. and don't forget you can go to prestonandsteve.com the full list is up there uh the list presented by acme markets fresh fresh foods local flavors thank you to them for sponsoring the whole list okay next up is um some workshops. You guys know I love doing workshops. I yes. love doing all these, you know, creating these beautiful holiday decor, you know, on my own. So Three Sisters Company is a chic farm style home accent shop that's located in Phoenixville and they're hosting a number of different different holiday themed workshops. So throughout the month of December, you can choose from cookie decorating, holiday charcuterie board, succulent Christmas tree or eucalyptus wreath workshops and she is posting them. So as I mentioned this, She's posting them. They book up quick. So if you are interested in doing this, make sure you go to her website and you book this. That's all- everything. That's all you right there, uh, Right? Uh, every the single one of those. Charcuterie. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Charcuterie, cookie decorating, succulent Christmas tree. Jesus Christ. And, and eucalyptus wreaths. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. The only thing they need to do is run Bridgerton in the background. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, 
cookies right up your alley. Man. Yeah, so yeah. classes are BYOB. It's a great girls' day out, and their store is beautiful. So if you need some holiday decor, uh, you can shop around after the workshops. I've got a coupon code for you. It's Kathy10, and that's good for in-store or online. They have an online shop as well. You get 10% off of your purchase through December 24th. So What's the, active- name of that, the name of the place again? Three Sisters Co. Three Sisters. And they're activating today, so you you, you have to sign Yeah, up like right if, now. if you want. Yeah, so she, she did these three specific classes for us because her others, I contacted her. We yeah. were talking about what she does, and they were all booked up. So she's doing these three classes for our listeners. So Get on it. Yeah, if you want to do that, go to her website now. All righty. Holiday activities. Oh, we're headed um, back to Delaware. Uh, if oh. you, yeah, if you're headed to uh, your beach house or you feel like taking a trip to the Delaware beaches this holiday season, they have a great holiday activity. The Shellville Enchanted Winter Celebration is an extravagant holiday village that's set up behind the ta- Tanger Outlets in Rehoboth Beach. So every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the first four weeks, then every day from December 19th through December 31st, except for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, the Winter Wonderland is open for families to enjoy. So they did this village uh, years ago and it has grown into this like whole little it's uh, whole huge. Big We're looking at a gigantic picture of it. That's yeah. and, and <laughs> is that when it snowed naturally or are they creating fake snow? No, out so they, they do have that spot that you're looking at. They yeah. create the fake snow and the kids oh, can go uh, and have a snowball fight. That's, that's incredible. That's <laughs> um, yeah, so they have everything. They have a train ride. They've got an ice skating rink. They have the snow zones. They've got a beer garden for the parents, of course. Yeah, they didn't teach you that at Meatball U? How to no, make... man, I just eat meatballs. Okay. All right. Uh, I should have asked. They teach the professor, how could you make snow? Yeah. <laughs> you know what you told me? Shut up and eat your meatball. There are 18 miniature houses full of decorations, toys, and activities. Uh, So it's a night you can go shopping. The outlets are right there. Kathy, this looks awesome. Yeah, it's really pretty. Um, And Santa is there every night. Santa is there every night, but he heads back to the North Pole uh, after December 23rd. You can grab a hot chocolate. They have live music. Uh, and most of the activities are completely free. Here's a hint for you. From 2 to 4.30, most activities are closed, uh, but there are some that are open. The Christmas Village Playhouse, uh, the Game Room, you can stroll through the maze. Uh, there's a Believe-A-Meter and the Expanded Snow Zone. So if you have younger kids, you don't want to be there during the crowd, uh, you can go 2 to 4.30, but uh, the Village fully opens at 5 o'clock. Uh, Connor was scrolling through the photos on our uh, monitor in here. Did I see roller skating there? Or was that ice skating? Uh, it I think like- it was- it looked like roller skating to me. I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the synthetic, um... yeah but they're on roller skates, yeah. not, not uh, blades. Wow. What would happen if you roller skated on ice? We should try yeah, it. We Let's should give it a shot. We should do that. But you know what? Let week. me. I know a professor at Meatball. You probably answer that question. How many activities are less, left? Uh, we have uh, two. All right. Here we go. Holiday activities. So holiday cupcakes are trending this season, and we have two places that are doing uh, a cupcake activity. So Patty Cakes Bake Shop is teaming up with the Cardinal Hollow Winery for a holiday cupcake and wine pairing at the Lansdale Winery. On Sunday, (laughs) December 11th at 2 p.m., you'll be able to taste six different cupcakes. So they say uh, you're going to leave with cupcakes because obviously you're not going (laughs) to eat six uh, cupcakes uh, in one sitting. Uh, Come on. Uh, Come on. I can do it. Maybe you can. I never knew. (laughs) Uh, So six different cupcakes, and you pair them with six different wines. You can. Oh my God! Yeah. So bring a bring like a thermos for your extra wine, right? (laughs) Thermos. Oh, that's meant for the cupcakes. (laughs) There's wine. Uh, So yeah. So this is apparently someone didn't go to meet (laughs) boys. 
Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> this is you guys. This is like right up my alley. I love a good cupcake, and you know I love wine. wine so and why activities? Not, yeah, and activities. So why not eat a cupcake at a yeah. winery? Uh, but this, so this specific event is only one day. It's December 11th at two o'clock. Uh, to book a seat, you can go to Patty Cakes Bake Shop on face, on Facebook page, and you can follow the link to sign up for this event. She has uh, you know her own little bake shop, and she has some other little things going on. But I specifically picked the one uh, at the winery that I thought was great. Very to do. nice. Yeah. And then there's another place in Conshohocken. It's called Studio 918, and they just opened. Is this uh, part of the same activity? Yep, same activity because okay. it's right. cupcake decorating, gotcha. Preston. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a cupcake decorating workshop. Ages uh, 7 plus, they say, can decorate six cupcakes and enjoy hot chocolate. Uh, in the new studio space that opened, I mean, it opened just a few weeks ago. When I was doing my tour of all of these places, I went there, and, like, they were still you know, getting everything ready. They had yet to open. So they're open now uh, for this workshop. All the materials that you need to decorate the cupcakes will be provided. You're not doing the baking. They're pre-baked. Uh, you'll just be decorating. And then in addition, uh, the studio is offering a 45-minute all-inclusive Santa experience that includes a professional mini photo shoot, a hot cocoa bar, ornament decorating for the whole family, and that's mm-hmm. on December 10th. And then they're doing a wreath decorating workshop on December 11th. That's popular too. Yes. And my helpful hint is that the studio will be transformed into a winter wonderland with areas staged to take your own photos as well. So if you don't want to pay for that package, you can actually go visit their studio and take your own photos. All right, one final activity. And that is the Portable North Pole. So this is uh, sort of like a uh, activity slash you're going to get your kid to a video from Santa. So it's Uh. a website and a mobile app that allows you to contact Santa and get a message just for your child. So children no longer have to wait until Christmas morning to find out. Oh, sorry I wasn't right there when you dialed in. I was in the crapper. (laughs) To find out if they're on the naughty or nice list, uh, you can check with Santa now. So there's a fee and a price depending on what you want, but they do offer a free trial, so you can actually get a free video. Santa- so you, you interact on on the video, and you can record that. No, so what so there there is an option for that. But okay. No, what they do, and, and the video that you'll see um, that I did for Jace is uh, they have a picture of Jace and. Santa knows what they the, the top gift that oh, they want. Wow! And so Santa records this high quality video and sends it to you, so you can show your child that they've been on. Their Is it almost list. like a Santa cameo? It's like a Santa cam. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's cool. pretty much what yeah. it is. Uh, and there's a coupon code for you with the purchase of a Magic Pass. You can enjoy savings starting at 25% through December 8th. So you have two days to purchase that if you'd like to do that. Love it. Uh, and then before, well, okay, so that's my list, but I have a few other things. So maybe like an added bonus activity? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Holiday activities. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, okay, so I just need to check my email really quick to see if they emailed me back. Hamster, okay. <laughs> no, just a couple of things. Um, Tinseltown opened last year in Oaks, uh, and they are oh, still yeah. yeah, they're still there. It, it's great. They've added new things this year. They've added a real uh, ice skating rink. Yes, last not year, the they, synthetic. Not yep. the synthetic, so you can actually go ice skating. We passed by coming back from the uh, the Polar Express. It, that whole area is yeah. just lit up at night. Yeah, like if you if you want to do a holiday light thing, yeah, like, yeah. this is perfect for you. Um, and there is a coupon code, Kathy20. I've gotten a couple of emails that it doesn't work. It doesn't work for Saturday. So uh, any other right. day but Saturday, uh, Kathy 20 will work. And then Colebrookdale Railroad, which Steve and I talk about all the time. We go on it every year. There's a number of railroads. Westchester, New Hope, um, Ringos, 
there's another one. Uh, they they everybody does a, Septa. you know uh, <laughs> Septa. Um, they do you know like a Polar Express where kids come in their pajamas yeah. and they can take a train ride. All of them are great depending on what you want. The Colebrookdale Railroad is my favorite, Steve. I know yeah, it's your absolutely. favorite. They, I mean, their their trains are absolutely, the train cars are absolutely beautiful. Um, I'm scrolling through my email to see if they email me back. So they were going to do a special deal um, for us, and this was last week when we were going to do the holiday activity. So right. I'm hoping that they're doing it again today. It's only for one day, so I'm going to mention it because they're pretty flexible. Um, so it's just for today. If you want to purchase tickets to go on this train ride, they're offering 30% off of lounge tickets and 30% off of diplomat tickets. So there's different cards you can go in. They're all different prices. And they're all themed. They're all themed, yeah. So it's only for one day, and it's valid uh, until tonight at 11.59 p.m. What you do is you call their number to book tickets. Don't do it online. You call, mention Kathy's Holiday Activities and WMMR, and you'll receive the discount. All right. Excellent. And Any... Ma- Added nope, just added make okay. sure you go to PrestonandSteve.com for the latest on my holiday activities list. It's presented by Acme, presented to you by Acme Markets. And make sure you follow along uh, on all of my holiday activities. I'm going to post all the pictures that I took when I uh, go to these. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Kathy Romano 11 And make sure you use the hashtag when you post so that way I can see all of your photos. You can do hashtag Kathy's Holiday Activities. This is my family uh, that we're looking at. That's a great here. picture, yeah. Steve. And they do stuff like that. So that's in the parlor card. So the holiday activities list is up. I want to I want to play Kyle's song one more time yeah. because it's a waste to only have it, you know, yep. uh, this one shot. But before we do that, there's a call that we need to go to real quick. Really? And, we're tying this in? Uh, yeah. Hi, caller. You're on the air. Good morning. Welcome back, Kathy Romano. <laughs> Romano. Yeah, you sound good. How you feel, sweetheart? I feel better. How are you? It's so good to have you back, sweet tea. I was so worried about your buddy. Uh, buddy. Well, we were a little worried about you last time we spoke to you, but I think you sound great. Well, come on. I'm a, guy, I'm a good guy. I'm a, I'm a keeper, man. I'm a good guy, man. <laughs> You're okay. a keeper. Uh, so, Gary, are you doing anything for the holidays? Are you doing any holiday activities? No, we got, I, I called to let you know I got to keep up tradition. G-Love will be there. <laughs> What? For the Christmas miracle. He calls himself G-Love. Oh, he calls himself yeah. G-Love. That's no. to G-Love, the actual musician. Yeah, I thought he was having a party and G-Love was a party. A lot of, of my friends call me G-Love because my last name is Lauer and I got a love tattoo on my on my calf muscle. Yeah. So it says, Gary, love, G-Love. Oh, okay. And that was before that guy, the musician. He yes. ripped you off. Yeah. That, that guy. guy. That guy. Uh, How you doing, everybody? How are you, Steve? Preston, doing well. Nick, Casey, good, yeah. and my God, Marissa, you did a great job last week, sweetheart. She's in the other room. She can hear you, but she give just gave a thumbs she up. Did a great job. She did a great job, Kath. Uh, Gary, so you will be at Christmas Miracle? That's Come what on, you... man. Wild horses couldn't drive me away. I, I, I need Casey to call me off-air, though. Yeah. I need to ask him something off-air, please. Were you invited? Come on, man. We can't stop for this, man. <laughs> Come on, Casey. I mean, I, I, I can. Mm, yeah. yeah. Actually, but... <laughs> Casey can do it. And actually, wild horses could drag you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. Hey, welcome back, Cap. I truly miss you, honey. I'm so glad you're back in the saddle, sweetheart. Thank you. All right, Gary. If yes, you, sir. If, if you come to the Christmas miracle, uh, how are you going to get there, by the way? That's why I need you to have Casey call me off air, please. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's, got my, he's got my phone number. I gave it to the guys uh, at the board. Okay. 
Okay. And how are you, Preston? How's your family, Shell, and the kids? Oh, they're, they're hey, they're all great. Shell and the kids, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing wow, great. Right, yeah. Even though it's all your pet names. I know they're doing. They How's Buka Bunny? They are doing absolutely wonderful. We're excited uh, for you know <laughs> the end of the year and the holidays and all that good stuff. Shell and the kids. One yeah. more thing, Nick. Yeah. How's your son Ben? He's great. He's doing really well. He needs a haircut, but other than that, he's doing fantastic. Yeah, you cut hair? My, I just got mine cut for the Did holidays. You? Yeah, nice. right. yeah. Uh, to a different did, did you do it uh, pretty tight and close? Oh, it's. It, I look like a rock star. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's short. It I mean, short. I look like I'm about 35. Okay. How old are you, by the way, Gary? I can't kiss and tell, Preston. <laughs> Wow, that was instantaneous. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you at the Christmas show. <laughs> okay. Uh, what okay. year did you graduate high school? I never graduated. Ah. Yeah. Oh. I had to work. <laughs> the guy was, he, he was, uh, he was working on the dock. No, I had to work since I was 15, 16 years old. You went uh, straight to work. Yeah. Okay. Right. We should send Gary back to school. Got to make ends meet. Have him get yeah. a GED. Oh, you know, do, do like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Gary buddy. Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that. I think we should. That'd be very cool, Gary. Yeah, everything's good, man. Everything's good in the hood, man. I got my health. If you ain't got your health, you ain't got nothing. I got good. Fa- I got good. Ba- I got good sh- background here. Well, that's good because uh, the, the last time we did speak to you, you had an illness thing going on. We were concerned about you. Wasn't there like a um, my right my, my right toe. calf muscle? Your calf muscle? My right calf muscle. I get Charlie or something down my leg. Ah, uh, is that where your tattoo is? Correct. Ooh, uh, maybe it's a tattoo. The one that says love. Right. G love. Says G love. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Uh, all right. Well, it's it's good to hear from you, Gary. And yeah, we'll I guess we'll see you on the twenty first, Casey. Well, we'll work it out. Unless he needs me to pick him up in Juniata Park. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Man. That's not gonna happen, Gary. That's it's not gonna not, happen. Not, not gonna happen. Send me an Uber. Send him an Uber. We'll talk about it later. All right, Gary. Off, have him call me off air, guys. Yeah. All right, he'll get he'll get in touch with your people. Again, I like to wish. Happy sweet Kay Romano, welcome back, honey. Thank you, Gary. Uh, I hope right. to see you. I hope I, Casey picks you up. I, I, yo, we got to make this happen. We, Stan, we will. Santa, Santa needs a sleigh to get the to get there. Gary, oh. you won't have to be picked up by Casey if you spend the night at his house. <laughs> yeah, I'll make the cookies. Okay. <laughs> All right, Gary, we got to go. All right, I know you got to go. Gotta go. I love you so much. Love, love you, Gary. Love you, Gary. Right, we'll see you later. There he goes, Gary Lauer. So when I hit the three testicles, let me just check this here, because this is what plays when I hit the three testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. That's <laughs> well, labeled wrong, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so one more time, let's play Kyle's song. Yes. Uh, he puts in so much work to it, and, and this was Kathy's Holiday Activities Jingle. Here we go. Kathy's Holiday Activities are here to bring us awesome Christmas cheer. It's this list of fun, exciting, wintry things we've looked forward to all year. We were supposed to do this list five days ago, but Kathy's voice has sounded like a Chevy Tahoe. Since Dr. Mike has fixed her, she's ready to go and read this list to you. Kathy Romano's holiday activities are here and we are all happy. Show you where to see great Christmas lights and the perfect skating rink to get faced at night. We're happy that she's back at work, so hold on tight. 
For the list presented by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and you can indeed find all of that information at PrestonandSteve.com. As we take a break, I'm going to give away another $25 gift card to Blackjack's American Pub and Grill in Birdsboro. Marissa will be there tomorrow night. That's a holiday activity for you right there. It's part of the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Uh, she'll be there from 7 to 9, Blackjack in Birdsboro. So we'll take caller number 16-215-263-WMMR. We'll give you that $25 gift card. And Marissa's going to have all kinds of stuff to give away, all kinds of things to give away while she was there uh, tomorrow night. We'll be back in a moment when we return. Ryan Airy from Screen Crush News. Stay with us. Seven to nine. Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks blackjacks. Six sixty-eight Ben Franklin Highway in Birdsboro. Enter for a chance to win Eagles New York tickets or a James Bradbury autographed football, courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy two seventy-five Bud Light drafts, four-dollar Bud Light bottles, and five-dollar Bud Light next. Our next guest is joining us via Zoom, and uh, he is with Screen Crush, fantastic uh, YouTube channel. Probably the most comprehensive and informative. I mean, they just, they know their stuff. It's where I go when I want to, when I need further explanation about something, about Easter eggs or whatever it may be. Or I know there's something more to this. Well, if if you're looking for 12 Easter eggs, they're going to provide you with a thousand. Please welcome Ryan Airy. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for the nice words about me and, and the channel Screen Crush. I appreciate it. No, no problem. We're amazed at the work you guys do. It's incredible what, it, what a fine-tooth comb you use to go through <laughs> yeah, movies well, and I, shows. I haven't slept since 2012. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm it's sure. Just, so I, I want to dive right in because uh, I was just reading a review you posted about uh, Avatar. Uh, yes. uh, the way of water. So this is obviously massive, uh, uh, you know, blockbuster film. And and the question has arisen amongst us here who were fans of Avatar. Um, do we want to see more of this? Have we already seen enough of Pandora and what more can we get out of it? You know, well, I, I you know, I'll be honest, like. About a month ago, I was like, uh, you know, who asked for this? You know, yeah. <laughs> the first one came out and then we, we, we enjoyed it. We forgot about it. And I rewatched it for the first time in a decade, probably like a lot of people. And I was like, actually, man, like the, the main criticism I've heard on Twitter about Avatar number one is, oh, it's dances with wolves in space yeah. with Fern Gully, and which is true. It, it, it's an incredibly simple story we've seen before, but that's actually a strength because you think about all the weird stuff the first movie has to do. Like, okay, there's these big blue bodies and people can run around in them. And then there's this atmosphere and this world and it's all these weird things. You need a simple story with pretty simple motivations in that. And one thing I really enjoyed about The Way of Water is the world is even more complex. The visual effects, like you said, is there more of Pandora we need to see? Well, you literally go underwater in Pandora. There's new cultures. There's new uh, uh, animals and things like that. And just the whole thing with the planet being alive, and it all kind of gets more formulated. But also the story is much less simple than the first one. It's a family story because Jake and Ateri have had children, and um, – you're kind of more seeing them in the role of father and mother and trying to raise them in this environment. Uh, I won't spoil what happens in the movie. Everything I just said is in the trailers. I will say the first 10 minutes 
uh, game changer. Whoa, 10, wow. 15. I didn't, I wasn't wow. looking at my watch, but like the, the opening sequence, uh, pretty great so pretty great there's a real escalation in the world that you're going to want to see okay well cameron you know he's you know he's an amazing filmmaker he he basically when he sets to work on making a film he also resets the technology um you know redefines the way things are done whether it be the abyss or titanic or terminator 2 or or avatar and and at a point i think these movies become you know very much experiential because, of course, the incorporation of the 3D is very, very important. Avatar alone helped sort of create the home TV 3D industry. My question is, is that and, and Cameron has posed the question with the budget of these movies, there there is three planned uh, and apparently most of the third is already shot. Um, the amount of money this movie needs to make to validate it is substantial. Do you think it will? Well, I think Cameron's exact quote, I won't say the exact quote because he uses some salty language, but he said um, basically it has to become the third or fourth highest grossing film of all time to make its money back, which is only James Cameron could go into a project and say Hmm. that. Um, And you're right. James James Cameron's a perfectionist. In my opinion, he's never made an outright bad movie. You could probably trim about 20 minutes off of this one, but that's another discussion. the big challenge this movie's going to have is are people going to go to the theater in the same way they went in 2009, just post-pandemic? Um, I do think it's an experience that I would not enjoy this as much at home. Like for me, I you know I saw it at a screening. We had 3D glasses. I would never ordinarily choose to watch a movie in 3D. But this one, I've, I tweeted, go see it, big screen, 3D, because frankly – what else, she, what else she got going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you know, like Willow's a really good show, but, you know, watch Willow next week. Well, <laughs> speaking of... Avatar. Speaking of good shows, Ryan, um, I, I loved Andor. For me, it was the best live-action Star Wars TV show to date by far. There were, the other ones were, were okay. I didn't... I, I liked them, but I loved the story arc in Andor. And part of the reason why I liked it so much... Uh, was that they gave it time. They gave it 12 episodes. Each episode was like 45 minutes to an hour long, and they were able to tell this story that was, in large part, new story. You're not relying on uh, the Luke Skywalker saga anymore. Uh, what were your thoughts about Andor? Uh, Andor's the best Star Wars since 1980, since The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Um, I, I did not... This is a show everybody was like, oh, nobody asked for this. And then about two episodes in, I was like, oh my God, I, it, it's, it's, it's like one of those, it's a dessert you've never tried before. Mm. And you're like, I don't know. It looks kind of weird. It's got fruit in it. And then you eat it and you're like, oh my God, this is the best mm. Star Wars I've had in ages. One thing that made Andor really succeed for me was for, like you just mentioned, it's not tied to everything else. It's not like the book of Boba Fett, which was fun, but it's like, how many times do we have to go to Tatooine, you know? And, and Andor, we're seeing new planets. It's a new story that frankly, you don't ever have to have seen Star Wars to enjoy it. Like you could just be like, okay, I get it. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Let's go. Cause it's a real adult spy political thriller story. And man, it just drew me in like the writing in that there's a whole episode that's just dialogue yeah. building up the characters. So in the next episode, the heist episode, you really care if people die. How many TV shows have you seen where you're like, okay, or even movies where you're like, all right, I kind of know who this guy is. And that one's probably going to, you don't really care. And or they are people. Well, they're really fighting for a cause. They're making sacrifices. There's super crisp dialogue. There are actual exchange where there, there's actual plotting and multi. There's manipulation and and uh, uh, there's the intricacy of that. I happen to put Rogue One at Empire level. I think it it you know for me 
what it managed to do. It actually added, I think, more gravitas to a new hope, you know, once you realize what they had to go through to uh, to make that happen. The series has obviously a it's it's prequel stuff because it leads. We know eventually what will happen. Uh, but, um, you know, with that, I'm having this conversation, uh, Ryan, about. The glut of stuff. You mentioned the book of Boba Fett, and um, and they, I think there was an actual uh, somebody over at Disney, per, and perhaps even Kevin Feige himself over at, with with Marvel said maybe we need to slow down the production because, uh, and Preston and I were talking about this. It, stuff seems to have less. Um, I used to be like, this is an event. I'm going. I gotta see this, and now it's like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yep, same way. Yeah, I think they've, uh, especially on the Marvel end, they've diluted the brand a little bit. And I wouldn't necessarily say they've diluted it from quality more than more from quantity, like you said. Um, and I, I, I had heard rumblings from Disney. I didn't know if there was an exact quote from somebody. Part of the thing is, like, it, it has been pretty non-ceasing all year, which is great for me and what I do because I can constantly make these Easter egg videos. But I think about something like She-Hulk and I go, well, it's nine episodes. It probably could have been a little shorter or we actually had a gap in August when – and part of the problem is, too, we had that very, like, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, Star, like, all this stuff happened at the exact same time at the end of the year instead of maybe stretching it a bit. I will say, though, that it's interesting that now we're hearing, oh, do we have too much of this, when how many lawyer shows are on TV? Right. You know, like, how many doctor shows are on TV? So they're they're finally making, like, a glut of content for, for me. <laughs> so, like, I love it, but – you're right. It does not feel like everything's a must-see event like it used to. Well, you know what? A question that keeps popping up from a lot of people, and, and you know, for us, we're definitely into this, but a lot of people say, for example, with the Marvel properties, um, you know, uh, the, the shows, it's like, well, is this must-see viewing for the next movie? And I think people are getting confused about what they have to be absolutely apprised of before they go into a movie, and that could actually be hurting box office because I think you've seen with um, a Thor Love and Thunder and with uh, 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 the uh, Multiverse of Madness, there there are substantive drop-offs very quickly. You have, a, you have a pretty decent opening, and they're not holding up the way they had held up in the past. Yeah, and that's a, we actually have a video. Um, I think we just finished it up yesterday. It's going to be on Screen Crush this week. That talks about like phase four fatigue. Like if you add up all the hours in phase four, it's 50. I think it's more than phases one through three combined. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I've read that. I didn't compile that. So if that's wrong, (laughs) (laughs) check me nerds. Um, I I think what ultimately I would tell people is like, look, they're going into different genres. Werewolf by Night's a horror movie. You know, Moon Knight's more of this like mystical Indiana Jones thriller. You don't necessarily have to see every single hour of everything. Um, for every movie, I would say that when the Avengers King Dynasty comes up and Avengers Secret Wars, if you ha- hopefully if you have seen those, you'll be rewarded just like an Avengers Endgame. If you had seen Agent Carter, you were like, oh, that's Jarvis. That's young Jarvis there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't, hopefully the movies do a good enough job of like really just, OK, so, you know, those things like the big temple things and you can move on from there. I would say if I'm going to tell somebody to watch anything so far, it would be Loki. I think Loki is going to be like the key to everything Marvel's doing. You know, what? I was I was disappointed in Loki, I, you know, and, and some of them. Uh, and I, Listen, it's all subjective. I, I get it. You know, and, and, and some of the things that people raved upon, I was I was less than thrilled. Oddly enough, as we finish off phase four, uh, Werewolf at Night. And the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special are are way up there for me. And I'm like, wow, because there were some major properties that were released during this phase that I didn't walk away from feeling as good as I did after seeing those. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I do. And like I, I have said many times, Thor Ragnarok is by far my favorite Marvel movie, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And I thought Love and Thunder was a little too silly. I think Taika Waititi kind of undermined himself a little bit. Like he, it was a little too much of a good thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Wakanda Forever was bittersweet because we're all mourning alongside with the actors during that. But I thought it was a really well-made film. But those two special presentations that you mentioned, I think that's what you might see Marvel do in the future. They might take some of the projects like Moon Knight probably well, – I sure did like Moon Knight, though, those last two episodes. But Moon Knight probably could have been reworked into a special presentation. Yeah. The TV show Armor Wars is being turned into a movie, um, which I think is pro- – if they think that's a good thing, it's probably a great thing. You know, Some other things like Secret Invasion I'm really glad are going to be a TV series because Secret Invasion is this like episodic spy thriller where every episode you get pulled in a little bit further. I hope from the trailer that's what the impression I'm getting is. Okay. Uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, I'm on the second viewing of, uh, of Wednesday. I loved it so much. Uh, I wanted to get your, your personal opinion on, uh, on that show. Uh, Wednesday's a great example of how like our reboot culture can work really well. You know, how it takes like this old idea that's kind of familiar and you go, oh, yeah, I, I've seen the Adams Family or I saw those movies. And then you go, oh, wait, but let's do this. We've never really gotten Wednesday, you know, like the Adams Family Part 2, the movie, uh, really shines when she goes to summer camp. Yes. And the fact that they said, no, let's expand this world. Let's get her out. Let's put her up against the normies again. Like that's right. the stuff that really worked in the in that film. And I'm, I'm the cast is incredible, too. Like they really nailed it like once again, reinventing these characters for a new generation. It seems like every 20, 30 years we get our new version of the Adams Family. So I really well, enjoyed it. With Netflix having, having this success, because it's, uh, I think it's the third most watch show, English-speaking uh, uh, watch show uh, of all time uh, so far. Um, with uh, you, you see them maybe looking at other ensemble casts and taking a single character, plucking a character out and, and uh, focusing in on them. And if so, what, what do you think would be some good properties to look into? Oh, man, that's okay. You blindsided me with that. Sorry about uh, that. That's, <laughs> no, 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 no. My feet. I'm really bad at thinking on my feet, but let's go. Um, I do think that'd be really cool. And, it, you know, like, I don't know. Let's uh, let's get weird for a second. I've never seen the show Riverdale, but I used to read the Archie comics all the time. Yeah, I watched let's it. Let's get a Jughead show, man. There you that's go. Jughead yeah. going around, like, trying to eat food and avoid women. Yeah. <laughs> Jughead was actually one of the more engaging characters on Riverdale. I'll, t- I'll tell you something. You, 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 there's a point, I think, that, that that runs through both these topics. And you mentioned Willow earlier. I, I was not as thrilled uh i i think what we're seeing a lot at least i get the feeling ryan is that a lot of fans are reacting to what is sort of a perceived bait and switch where um you know the um and and if you're if you're going to be cynical i really like to open my my mind and heart up to these things because it's all about these fantastical uh journeys that we can go on but a lot of times you'd hate to think that oh they they're getting us here simply by throwing the word willow we're going to we're going to capitalize on willow and not give you a lot of what you might have enjoyed about that original experience uh even with like rings of fire uh which um i tried mightily uh rings of power i should say uh tried mightily to um uh uh get into i could not so what's your experience and do you think there is a little bit of bait and switch at work here to get these properties in front of audiences well i'm enjoying willow so far i've only seen the first three episodes like everybody else um for me willow kind of captures the spirit of the original this like it like the the opening of this episode this last one goes ten thousand years ago in about three weeks so they kind of like have that tongue-in-cheek fun with it um so i'm getting what i want from willow okay 
Rings of Power is or was a little frustrating because like it's beautiful, it's expensive, and the actors are great, and it's all there. But I don't know why the streaming shows constantly feel like they have to go back to this mystery box format. Yeah, maybe because WandaVision was such a smash, and we were like, "What's going on?" And you know, what's happening? But now it seems like every show, Hawkeye, have to have a mystery. You know, I would have much rather just seen like not had the is it who is this game like everybody was like immediately that's Gandalf you know from the first episode <laughs> yes, so it exactly. wasn't even that fun of a reveal yeah and when half of your plot like Picard season one was terrible about this when half of your plot is what's the mystery and you go back and rewatch it it's kind of boring because yeah. they're not building up the character development around it that being said the Harfoots and Rings of Power uh Galadriel's journey like there was a lot to love in there and I hope they build on it in season two when we no longer have to go, well, gosh, well, who's this and who's that? It's it's not my favorite kind of storytelling. Right. I love the storytelling in uh, House of the Dragon. I thought they did a really good job at, at mm. rebooting that series. Uh, I don't even know if it's a reboot at this point because it's just it, it, it's Game, of Thrones, was, yeah, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones ended not that long ago. Um, but uh, I thought that the way they did they did the storytelling in that was really well done. It sort of honored what Game of Thrones was. Uh, with a lot more dragons <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> right, action. Right. What what were your thoughts on the House of the Dragon? Well, House of the Dragon was um, did a really smart thing in the first episode. So for one thing, the first episode established the entire theme of the series. And I don't know if the first Game of Thrones series had a uniting theme. The theme of the series is um, basically women being second-class citizens in Westeros, like only being used to breed male heirs. And so it's the whole series is about challenging that expectation, and it's all laid out very neatly in a few different ways. But the really smart thing they did in the first episode was when King Viserys is talking to Rhaenyra and he says, hey, here's Aegon's prophecy. Here's this dagger. Here's this thing about the long night. So immediately they tie the first episode of this prequel to the last episode of the last few episodes of the sequel, and it gives everything new meaning, new meaning for the original series that we all loved and mostly enjoyed, and new meaning for this series where we're going, oh, I see how it fits, and oh my god, this is so tragic because everybody thinks that they're doing the right thing because we all want to stop these ice zombies in the future. Um, I thought that was great, and it added so much weight and expectation to every episode. Uh, well, well, the other big thing, the other big news is James Gunn now heading up uh, DC, and DC is um, they're they're um, they're certainly looking to regroup. Uh, the news is on the Flash movie that audience testing has been phenomenal with that. Yet Ezra Miller, I don't see any way he continues uh, as the Flasher. He's just a liability. What have you heard about how that's going to proceed, and what the what the uh, advance word is on the Flash film? I haven't heard. I don't have many. Um connections in yeah. the industry um so i haven't heard anything definite i probably got the exact same news you have i have heard those screens are phenomenal and obviously ezra miller has become kind of a toxic individual for the studio to put attach their major brands to um here's what i think i'm for one thing over the moon about james gunn running the show yeah like I, it, to me it seems like a lot of the decisions that dc films and warner brothers have made have been like guys in suits who don't have never picked up a comic book in their lives that's just the impression that i get from looking at it um, as an outsider, James Gunn, major comic fan, knows how to work these properties. Um, and more importantly, like we'll give the creators the time and space that they need to like make this happen. And Marvel, they're, when they're at their best, like get it saying to Ryan Coogler, here's the keys, you know, drive the car, do whatever you want with it. Um, so I'm excited about James Gunn. As far as The Flash, the story that that movie is based on is called Flashpoint. Long right. story short, uh, The Flash wants to go. Save his mother's life. She died when he was a kid. He travels back in time to change it. 
Of course, time travel, time always bites back. And then all of a sudden, all the stuff in the future changes. Batman's no longer Bruce Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne. Really messes everything up. So then after that, DC spun off all their books into a new line called the New 52, which uh, some of them were great. Some of them, you know, not so great, but they're all a lot of fun to read. They... This new 52 storyline was like a soft reboot for the universe. And I think that's the smart thing for Warner Brothers to do now. If they want to like reform this and not necessarily be tied to this version of uh, Aquaman or this origin story for Wonder Woman, however they want to do it, this is the chance to do it. You could even kind of come out of Flashpoint and just after that have a new Flash or rewrite the ending to where Flash just looks different at the end of it. Or they could go. Uh, what was the month, the movie with uh, Kevin Spacey where they added Chris, Chris, uh, Christopher Plummer all the way through? Oh, uh, the, the, uh, it was about the the Getty family. Uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It was um, God. What was the name of that movie? But, uh, it's killing me. Yeah, but he, he, he... I almost said where the money is, but that's a Paul Newman movie. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, anyway, they could do something like that. Where, but it would be so costly to do that. But then again, you're talking about a studio that gave Zack Snyder seventy five million dollars. Yeah to do a director's cut that went straight to a streaming service. So I have no idea how that works cost effectively for them. Um, I still want to see the movie. I, I would like to see it with somebody else in the league world. It's all the money in the world. We looked up the, the title. Marissa just gave Thank it you idea. so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. How, how about uh, Indiana Jones? Here we go. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'm hoping for good things uh, for, uh, based off the trailer. What do you think so far, Ryan? Well, look at the lineup. I mean, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is great. James Mangold doesn't know how to make a bad movie. And Jez Butterworth, the, sc- the screenwriter, wrote the best Broadway play I've ever seen. It's called The Ferryman. It was three hours, and you wouldn't know it. Like, mm. it's the only play I've ever walked out of where I was like, I know the name of every character in that play. It's, in- oh. it's incredible. So, yeah, Dial of Destiny looks terrific. I, I'm one of these people, like, I don't out-and-out hate Crystal Skull. I just like Indiana Jones. Like, yep. throughout that movie, I was like, Happy to see what Indy had been up to, hearing that he was in the OSI, you know, during World War II. You know, the monkey Tarzan chase, pretty bad. A lot of it's got its its clunker points, don't get me wrong. I actually kind of hated seeing the Ark of the Covenant in the beginning way more than I hated anything else in the movie Hmm. because it just further dilutes Raiders. But I'm very excited for Dial of Destiny. Like, I, they really, I think Lucasfilm went, okay, so we bought, or Disney said, we bought this franchise. We can't get a lot out of it because it's so tied to Harrison Ford. But let's really give him that last great movie. You know, mm-hmm. I think that we're going to get a great send off for the character. And it looks like it takes place in 1969. So we're yeah. seeing Andy in different eras and tied into the moon landing. And there's still Nazis around and crazy. And speaking it. of Harrison Ford, I mean, you know, the, it's interesting to see him enter the MCU with Thunderbolts. And what's the status where that uh, franchise goes and um you know the the making of sort of like this secondary um anti-heroes with the thunderbolts and and uh, all of that line of characters harrison ford needs to take a nap the man is really like, he's on this he's on a yellowstone show too right yeah, yeah he's the got a 19, what the heck yeah. tv shows are hard yeah and he just he's full throttle man typical pilot as yeah. long as he, he doesn't um, nod off behind the uh the wheel of his plane right again yeah or wait did he not off? yeah yeah whatever whatever happened that crash. i have a harrison ford story actually not to take i'm not trying to dodge the thunderbolts right. question a friend of mine okay a friend of a friend right guys i swear this is totally true yeah, a friend of mine in college um, lived in West Virginia, I think in Parkersburg, and his friend worked in a pharmacy. And there was a small airfield outside of town, and he's like in small, like Parkersburg, very small city. 
Um, the most famous person to ever come through Parkersburg is me, which is saying something because I am not famous. <laughs> yeah. So um, he he's in this pharmacy, he's working. He looks up and there's Harrison Ford like buying some stuff because he had to do an emergency land at the, at the airport. And he went, <gasps> and Harrison Ford just like shook his head and put his finger up to his lips like, oh. he's like, okay. <laughs> and he gave him a little wink and then he left. And I'm like, I know that story is true because that's what Harrison Ford would do. Oh, uh, that's cool. Um, Thunderbolts is, is interesting because like, okay, the character Thunderbolt Ross, William Hurt, Marvel movies. He's a character you could have easily killed off off screen after William Hurt passed away. Um, you could have very easily said, okay, he's not anymore. But the fact that they're like, no, 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 we got to get Harrison Ford in this thing means that that character, they really have something cool planned for him in that movie and going forward. In the comics, Thunderbolt Ross becomes a Hulk. He becomes Red Hulk. I don't know if I can see Harrison Ford slapping on a pair of mocap pajamas. <laughs> no, and a camera. No. But maybe he does. Maybe he's like, look, in my storied career, this is something I've never done. Bill Murray uh-huh. decided to do a Marvel movie just to see what it was like. Uh-huh. Maybe he wants to do that. I don't know. But like at the very least, I think we're going to see him kind of rise up. We did a video about this on Screen Crush as sort of this like antagonistic character who is maybe behind the U.S. government wanting the, the Wakanda's vibranium. Also, in Wakanda Forever, they kind of make allusions to the president this, the president that, and there was like a crawl that had the name of the president, but I'm also like, could the president be Harrison Ford? Mm. Is Harrison Ford the vice president? And the president ends up being a scroll alien from space, so he becomes the president. Are we going to see like what happens when this like megalomaniac control freak who hates superheroes becomes president of the United States? Because yeah. in the MCU, the, the, the politics are kind of over there, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, you're we right. Don't really know who the president is. It was yeah. it was uh, Haywood from Shawshank Redemption yep. for a long time. You know, <laughs> just kind of over there, right, like, yeah, listening to Hank Williams in the Oval Office. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're like, uh, that was Harrison Ford. So I'm really excited to see what they do with him there. Okay, nice. interesting. All right, well, it's it's a lot of good stuff and a very exciting time to be a fan of geeky stuff like this. Oh, yeah. And we're so glad that you guys are there to break it down for those of us who don't pick up on every little thing. So Screen Crush is just a great spot for you to go and delve into all of these things. It's wonderful. So uh, we appreciate the heads up, Ryan. And I'm sure we'll talk to you in the fairly near future and check in on some stuff coming up down the road. All right? We got a lot to talk about. So much coming out. <laughs> Excellent. We appreciate it. All right, Ryan Airy, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Screen Crush News. Have a great holiday, my man. And we'll talk to you another time. That's awesome. He's forgotten more than we'll ever know. Well, he's, that's, I mean, that's his everything. That is his, his job. His profession. Yep. All right, we should take another break. A reminder, we have a secret text word today. We have the Santa's, uh, the Flyers Santa sack to give away, and that does include some tickets in there, and these are cool packages that you can actually give away as gifts, but make sure you text the word secret to 39333. We'll have a shot at winning uh, before the program is up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's the Christmas Miracle. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, 
your holidays. We're over here laughing, Casey and I, because it was... <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas miracle. I asked the question. The answer was bird. The guy buzzed in. I was going to say his name is like Joe or something like that. And I just go bird. <laughs> I think I might have said what's the word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, ding 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 ding. Bird. I'm like, oh. like the one word. Uh huh. The one forbidden word at that moment. Don't say bird. Don't say bird. Is the word bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I ended up having to give him yeah. the prize. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, which he would have known it anyway. Yes. So. Uh, thank like, God it was God. that and not like something really, really random. No. All right. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Uh, quickly. No, thank you. You reminded me of it. Uh, a shard out. I got this uh, email from Tim Pegler, and he says, Hey, good morning, Ed. I wanted to get a shard out to some local young men who are down in Orlando representing our area, the Downingtown Young Whippets. 10U and 12U football teams are both in Florida at the Pop Warner Super Bowl competing for a national championship. They whip it good. Both teams won their opening games on Sunday, December 4th. They will be in the semifinals today, by the way. Very nice. Uh, They're one win away from the championship game on Saturday. And we just want to let them know how proud we are of them. Uh, for working so hard all season, and to add that we also have three cheer teams from Downingtown Young Whippets here in Florida huh. competing for national championship as well. That's sensational. Uh, so let's let the so it's not just a group of young men; it's a group of young ladies too. And we want to wish these boys and girls a juicy shark go dog. So that's from Tim, and we wish you guys luck. What was that? It was a whippet. Oh. Where did you even get that? We've had this down here in our little, I don't like where my feet are underneath the console. Yeah. Yeah. We've had that for a okay. little while, and I forgot that we had it. And then I was at my daughter's um, Christmas concert last night, and they did sleigh bat like that. Bum, 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 it might oh, be called the, like a, the whip it. No, I think it's a whip snap. Whip snap. <laughs> I think is what you call that. Snort dart. Seriously. Snort, okay. Snort, <laughs> snort dart. <laughs> All right. It's oh. a que- it's a queen flat. Yeah. yeah, it's queen flat. That's what it is. A clapper. A slapstick. A slapstick. Ah, oh, that's slap it. Slapstick. Yep. All right. Um, I have bizarre file stories. If okay. you guys are interested. Uh, no. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre files. Brought to you this morning by Primo Hoagies. You can get a Primo deal on gift cards this holiday season. Buy a $25 gift card and get a $5 bonus card. Or you can buy a $100 gift card and get a $25 bonus card. This Christmas, make it a Primo. A California family is praising their teenage son for helping free his father earlier this month after being trapped underneath the truck that they were working on. This is a wild story. Matthew Wilkinson said, uh, despite getting home late on what should have been a normal Monday night, he couldn't put off working on the brakes on his work truck. And when his teenage son came to check on him, he enlisted his help. Uh, This time, uh, the rotor was stuck, and he said, I couldn't get a good angle, so I slid my body underneath the truck and was hitting it, he said. And the second it popped off, the truck fell. I know it rolled forward because I saw it roll forward and it fell right on top of me. (sighs) All I could think about was the breath coming out of me. I was just squished. I couldn't talk. I couldn't yell. The the family's home security camera captured the terrifying moment. The accident left Wilkinson with a punctured lung, broken (sighs) ribs, and a separated shoulder. But while he was in the hospital, he said that he couldn't figure out 
how he managed to free himself. He said, all this time in the hospital, trying to figure out how I got from under that truck. And then uh, he said he remembered the surveillance uh, cameras. He said, I called my kid, had him look at them at the uh, surveillance camera, and they realized he had lifted the truck enough for Whoa. me to roll out from underneath it. It's amazing. The kid's 15. Yeah. All right. He's a freshman at the high school. Uh, he regularly helps his dad out uh, with work on the vehicle. He said, I just dropped right. It just, he said, it just dropped right on him. I was scared. I heard him make a noise like his soul was leaving his body. It was crazy. He said, I just ran over and I tried as hard as I could uh, to get enough, uh, get it up enough to get him out. And apparently it was enough. And his father said, my son is my hero. He saved my life. That's insane. That's uh, it's amazing that you'd go back. It, it, the video is how you find out. You have no idea how you yeah. got out. Yeah, and it's it's one of those adrenaline yeah. moments that apparently he mustered up somehow or another. He was like, if the animals can find the strength. Why can't we? That's a good did. question. Crazy. A deputy was arrested following what uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey called, this is a terrible story, called an, uh, the accidental shooting death of 23-year-old Deputy Austin Walsh in Palm Bay over the weekend. Uh, and Deputy Andrew Lawson was charged with manslaughter by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement following the incident. Ivy said, calling the shooting, quote, an extremely dumb and totally avoidable accident. Ivy said Lawson and Walsh, who were roommates, were taking a break from playing video games uh, in the early morning hours on Saturday when Lawson jokingly pointed what he believed was an unloaded handgun at Walsh and pulled the trigger. You never do that. These are police officers. Yeah. Lawson immediately called 911, but Walsh was dead by the time oh. officers arrived. Um, they arrested Lawson. They had to. On manslaughter charges uh, following the shooting, uh, Lawson turned himself in. Ivy described Lawson and Walsh as the best of friends oh, and said Lawson was completely devastated over the incident. Uh, he fully cooperated with state investigators. Uh, the sheriff said, uh, folks, this unnecessary and totally avoidable incident not only took the life of an amazing young man and deputy, but it has also forever changed the life of another good young man who made an extremely poor and reckless decision. You well, can never do that. No. Never. Um, while further details about the incident... And the weapon used in the shooting were unknown on Monday. Law enforcement officers are typically trained to never point a gun or even something that looks like a gun at anything they don't intend to shoot. So this is just a horrible, unfortunate story. But it's a it's a reminder. It's a cautionary yeah. tale. Don't ever, ever do that. A new social media trend has people surrounding shoppers' cars with shopping carts, meaning they, they uh, put them together in a train and essentially form a circle all right, the way around right. the car. Okay. okay? Uh, they often catch people off guard, upset, and they're doing it for views. And it recently happened to Henrietta Love. Uh, she needed to grab a few things from the grocery store and was shocked by what she saw when she came back outside. She said there were these people uh, that are, she said, there, there are these people that are going to pick the wrong person to prank one day, and it's not going to be pretty. Her 30-minute trip to the neighborhood market turned into two hours. Uh, she said there was a man in the parking lot, and he kept saying that his manager, Dave, told him to do that. So I turned around, went back into the store looking for this Dave. The store manager told Love that there wasn't Dave there. There was no Dave? Went back outside with her. And she's like, who are you to these guys? You don't work here. You don't work here. And both of them came saying, yes, we do. We do. We were hired this morning. Uh, she said, uh, apparently, these two individuals are known to the police department. Uh, they've had other incidents with them. 
Uh, so she went into defense mode and said the pranksters, of course, were videotaping her the entire time. Uh, the two men ended up getting ticketed for trespassing. So watch out. This is something that might be happening where they uh, surround your car with uh, shopping guards. Uh, U.S. Marshals have made an arrest in the attack on a fast food worker that happened last month in Antoc, California, at a restaurant called the Habit Burger Grill. 19-year-old Erica Polomera uh, uh, is an assistant manager who was punched in the face during the attack. She was hit so hard, she lost her eye oh my God. from this hit. And I saw the video. It's brutal. Uh, she learned that U.S. Marshals arrested the man that investigators believe had punched her. Uh, according to uh, a detective, uh, Ashley Crandall of the police department said, uh, through our investigation, we learned that the victim, the employee, was assaulted, protecting another customer with intellectual disability. Bianca says that a young man was being bullied by another customer in the lobby of the restaurant, and she says that her manager asked her to tell him to leave, which she did, uh, and uh, she was uh, the guy just started wailing on her. Punched her multiple times after that. Uh, police have arrested uh, 20-year-old Isaac White Carter, who faces felony charges of mayhem and assault, causing break, great bodily harm. Uh, to this day, she says, though, she has no regrets. She said, I'd do it over again, but if I could go back, I just wish that other people would have come and helped, too. That would have been nice. Uh, Bianca has a temporary eye until the permanent prosthetic one is made. I mean, like, her eye is gone. She's That's lost just it. horrific. Yep. Uh, since the attack, though, thousands of people have donated money to help her. Uh, she's now thinking of going back to school. She's received letters from those in other states who have family members with special needs who wrote her to say thank you for standing up. White Carter is in jail right now. Police say that he may also uh, face a hate crime charge for allegedly using uh, racial slurs against Bianca before the attack happened. So, uh, but a uh, terrible story. Uh, that is what I have, though, to end the bizarre <laughs> file with this morning. All right, let's do some happy stuff. Secret text word. Yeah, we have your chance to win this Santa Sack prize pack that we have. Kathy, can you give me a number caller, please? Ten. Just like that. Ten! That means the tenth caller. No, it hurts. 215-263-WMMR. You get a shot at it. You need to know the secret text word, though. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Lesson question. Trash music news are coming up next. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it, weekly. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. I was just telling Steve off air, tying into Ozzy a little bit. I watched a little bit of the Ronnie James Dio uh, documentary, and I dug what I saw. I want to see the rest of it for sure. And obviously, he was a part of uh, Black Sabbath for a while. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I came in 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 the middle of that part, and then when he branches out into Dio, um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, he's the dude that uh, that started the the devil horns. Yes, as far as metal goes, 
Uh, like, he was the first guy to do it. And he, he got the idea, actually, from Ozzy, because Ozzy used to throw the peace sign all the time. Uh-huh. He would throw the two fingers, you know, the index and the middle finger up. And he's like, well, I can't do that, but I want to do something. And I'd kind of like to have Ozzy still be a part of that, sort of. So I'm going to do something with his hand. And apparently, his grandmother... Through the Maloika all the time. Right. And that's where he got the, the idea. That's yeah. where he got the idea to do it. But it was also uh, not only in a hex, but also kind of like a good luck thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that's kind of was what he was going for. Wow. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, and it just, he said, apparently to the um, the people they are interviewing, they are like, it took off like wildfire. Of like course. By the end of the show. Yeah. Everybody in the audience were doing the double devil horns, devil horns, but yeah. they weren't really devil yeah, 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 horns. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it's been come to known as, to quote myself. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, look pretty cool. I want to see the rest of that. All right, um, we were looking for a winner uh, for a secret text word this morning, and we got a caller on the line. We need to know the secret text word, so we go to CJ. Hey there, CJ. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, do you know the secret text word, please? Yes, it's puck. P U C K. I would like you to hang on, CJ, because we are going to give you the Flyers Santa sack. And that includes two lower-level tickets for the January 17th game. A collectible gritty ornament and ice scraper. Puck signed by Joel Farabee and Wings tickets as well. Um, so we set them up, and uh, we're also going to get a random texture, and that's Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott? Really? Yeah, that's a famous actor, right? Yeah. Uh, well, he lives in uh, Trumbull... What is it? Trum Bowersville? Trum Bowersville, Trum yes. Bowersville. Dylan uh, McDermott? Oh, it's, it's outside of Quakertown. Yeah. Kind of out my way. Okay. Uh, yeah, Dylan McDermott lives there, Steve. Yeah, he listens. I guess he's a listener. Uh, and you can make it an unforgettable holiday season with the Flyers Santa Sack. Each includes game tickets, collectible gritty ornament, and paw ice scraper, autographed item, and more. Shop now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. All right. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. And for that... We will be giving away a four-pack of tickets of uh, to the Elmwood Park Zoo's favorite family tradition, which is wild lights. That's another a good one, one. too. Yeah. 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 Another good one. Yep. Another activity for you. All right. Uh, the question is, Is uh, where did Rocky go to college? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Where did Rocky go to college? 215-263. Casey, this thing's doing it, it again. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning it is brought to you by uh, Stephen Star Restaurants. Gift memorable experience. What's going on? What's happening? This Something just fell off, my, off of his microphone. Off like, mind. it's just falling apart <laughs> over here. It's happening. All right. It's brought to you by Steven Star Restaurants. Gift <laughs> memorable experiences this holiday season with a Star Restaurants <laughs> gift card. Get it over 30 restaurants. <laughs> Shop today at STARRgiftcards.com. What's happening, Steve? Well, Madonna's MTV VMA award for the iconic hit Papa Don't Preach now on the auction block with an estimated price tag of $60,000. Wow. Madonna says she had a Attempted using the Moon Man statue as a dildo, but found it too small. Oh, hey! <laughs> Travis Scott hit the stage at the that the Eleven nightclub in Miami on Friday night, where reports were that the celebrity-filled audience went crazy. Scott says the night was a personal triumph for him, as most of the audience left without being crushed in it. Oh, oh my so he God. likes that. And finally, Kim Kardashian 
was awarded a restraining order against a lunatic who has shown up to her Hidden Hills estate on multiple occasions. As part of the court order, court order, the lunatic must stay 100 yards away from Kim unless it's his weekend to have the kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, where did Rocky go to college? 215-263-WMMR. The number, of course, and we'll go to Mike to see if he can answer it. Hey, Mike. Morning, bud. Hi, Mike. Morning, All right. Good morning, Ed, Mike. Do me a favor. Where? Tell me where Rocky went to college. Meatball U. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hang on a second, bud. Meatball U is correct, and that means that we are going to give you a pair of tickets. Actually, a four-pack of tickets. Uh, to Elmwood Park Zoo's favorite family tradition, uh, which is wild lights. The holidays are bright with dazzling light displays, illuminated animals, and live entertainment at Elmwood Park Zoo's wild lights. Info at tickets, uh, info and tickets at epzwildlights.com. All right, who is singing Sweet Child of Mine here? I wish I could tell you the name. I have no idea. I found them on YouTube. Would right. you love it? Fair enough. Uh, dude, it's great. All right, let's do this. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot. Oh, wow. That's an old one. I love it. All right, brought to you this morning by Wawa. They might have chicken pot by there. Oh, I think sure. I've seen that before. Wawa, 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 Wawa. Uh, they get you covered with uh, gift cards for okay. everyone on your shopping list. <laughs> From Wawa gift cards, Wawa e-gift cards, Wawa. or a gift card from your favorite brand. Happy holidays from Wawa. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I got to show you guys a t-shirt that uh, has the Wawa, 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 Wawa in it. Okay. Because, uh, anyway, do your thing and then I'll, okay. if you feel like do coming back thing. to be right, great. Thank you. Yeah. I have the flaw. Okay. <laughs> All right. James Hatfield. <laughs> do your thing. Don't let me get in the way. <laughs> James Hetfield makes no bones about channeling his inner demons for Metallica's new music. Uh, Hetfield was in a uh, promo video talking about the band's new album, 72 Seasons, which drops on April 14th, where he shed light on the album's sometimes extremely dark inspiration. He said, uh, there's been a lot of darkness in my life and in our career and things that have happened with us, but always having a sense of hope, always having the light that is in that darkness uh, he said, without darkness, there is no light. Yeah, he's right. And being able to focus a little more on the light in life instead of how it used to be and how horrible it is. He went on to say, there's a lot of good things going on in life. Focusing on that instead, and it helps to balance out my life. And there's no one meaning to it. Everyone has some sense of hope or light in their life. And obviously, music is mine. Uh, so I guess he's got light in his life, but darkness in his music. Something like that. Something okay. like that. Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, video for the title track of the band's 1999 Californication album has surpassed the one billion mark on YouTube. Uh, the track, which has been certified five times platinum, hit number one on Billboard's alternative airplay mainstream charts and peaked at number 69 on the Hot 100 when it was released. It was like a- as the album's fourth single oh, back oh, oh. in two, June 2000, <laughs> uh, had apparently, well, uh, Loudwire reported that the original video uh, directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris placed the band's members inside a fictional video game that found uh, each musician on his own California-based adventure. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 
going on an adventure. <laughs> it's like we're in a video game. Uh, the video itself uh, became so beloved that earlier this year, video game developer Miguel Camps Orteza actually created a game based on the music video in which uh, the player can play as one of the four band members through multiple levels. But that has reached over a billion views it's now. It's amazing. Yeah. Bull. 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 Uh, <laughs> Alright, then one more thing. Uh, Goo Dolls have just rolled out a 32-date summer tour with OAR. Did we do a concert announcement on this the other day? Mm, no. The, no. Uh, there was, it was Johnny Resnick's birthday. That's correct. Yeah. And also, I think OAR was do. they did a show with G-Love a few weeks ago. Okay, so... Uh, so they're serving as the opening act. Uh, the band is going to be on the road in support of the latest album, Chaos and Bloom. Uh, coming close to the area, they're going to be playing uh, Music Fest in Bethlehem uh, on August 9th. And they'll be in Atlantic City at the Borgata on August 11th. That's a good show. A good all show. I, bl- I it's believe it. It's fun, man. A lot of hits. Um, uh, they were at the crowd. Tower yeah. just recently. Yeah, they're fun. fun band to see live. All right, and that's all I have in music news, but I do have one more thing to give away, and that is a $25 gift card to Blackjack's American Pub and Grill, where Marissa will be tomorrow night with the MM Army for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Uh, we'll take caller number 16, and you get the $25 gift card, 215-263-WMMR. Join Marissa tomorrow night at Blackjack's in Birdsboro because... Uh, she will have an opportunity for you to win tickets to the uh, game against the Giants on January 8th or possibly a James Bradbury signed Eagles football, both courtesy of Bud Light. If you need details about her appearance, just text the word birds, birds, two, three, nine, three, 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 bird, bird, bird. Uh, and we will take another quick break. Come back, wrap it up. Letter of the day for the word of the week. When we return, stay there. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Want to see something funny? Uh, Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today has been a fun broadcast day and still foggy. I mean, there's still a little bit. It's not as bad as it was. No, but it's crazy. But it, the, it's it, warm today, though. Yeah, yeah. So we got that uh, temperature change. It's wreaking all kinds of strange havoc. But uh, the rain has stopped. We just have a little bit of fog. And um, it's going to be mild, high of about 60 degrees. We're going to be 53 tomorrow and partly cloudy. Uh, it's going to be cloudy all day long today, by the way. And then uh, Friday's looking at 48. And then Saturday, partly cloudy. It might be a spotty shower here and there. Uh, so just a heads up on that. Um, thank you to Ryan Airy, who yeah. is on this team. Uh, Ryan is with uh, Screen Crush and uh, Screen Crush News. And um, he can talk about anything and everything about the all the movies we love and, and TV shows. Just yeah. genre, geeky, cool stuff. So it was nice having him on. Uh, but check out their website. Uh, or their, I'm sorry, their, their YouTube channel. Uh, Screen Crush, great stuff there for you. Easter eggs, just uh, explanations, all kinds of things. Uh, thank you to Kathy Romano. Yay! We got our holiday activities list uh, earlier this morning. A new one for a new year. Uh, and it's all sponsored by Acme Markets Fresh Foods Local Flavors. Holiday activities. And you can see the full list and all the activities at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. And you can get promo codes and things like that 
they're going to save you some money. Yeah, and a couple helpful hints, you know, what time to visit places that may be a little less crowded, stuff like that. Yeah, it's all on the website. A comprehensive list this year. Are the old oh, ones? Oh, oh. <laughs> Santa even likes it. Are the older lists up as well? Yeah, the older yeah. lists are still up. That's... So check those out. There's Some of those things are still pertinent. Absolutely, and yeah. I don't. I try not to repeat. Um, right. So there, if you find a different list, you know, in previous years, it'll be all different. Actually, Colebrookdale Railroad just posted the list that they were on this right, morning. Right, so. yeah. Wonderful. Uh, Pierre's here. Hey, man. Good day. Nice to see you. And to you, scene B. Crazy foggy out, right? Yeah, really crazy. Uh, I mean, like all morning long, it hasn't, uh, I mean, it's uh, dissipated a little bit. but It, it actually looks colder than it is. Yeah. Uh, it's not as, it's like 56 or something yeah. outside, so it's not that bad. Kind of comfy. Um, our parking lot is funny because uh, m- the Philadelphia Insurance Company uh, occupies the bulk of this building. And but they don't. Their workers don't work five days a week. They tend to work because uh, they're still working from home. So they work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. So sometimes you come in. You guys don't face this because you get right. in so early. And there's a, a parking spot very close by. And then other times uh, you park in what I call Egypt. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. And uh, the last few days, it's been Egypt and um, Cambodia. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, it is the parking lot is packed full of people. Oh. Okay. I don't understand why some days is that way and some days is not. <clears throat> Fortunately, it's a comfortable day to be walking in from Egypt. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a camel ride. Gosh. Yes, that's cool. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, that helps. Is that a one hump or two hump? Uh, Always two humps. Always yeah. two humps. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got you. All right, shall we get the letter of the day? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. R as in Romano. Oh, <laughs> she's back. Uh, we're going to give away an Omaha holiday prize package, including four butcher cut filet mignons, uh, four boneless pork chops, six air-chilled chicken breasts. I need to find out what air-chilled chicken breasts are. Sounds interesting. Uh, Special Omaha seasonings, eight each of their Omaha burgers and hot dogs and a potato side dish and dessert for four. You can give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha steaks. Uh, Use promo code WMMR at checkout to get $30 off. Uh, minimum order may require may be required, and you can go to omahasteaks.com to get all the details. We'll give that away on Friday. We're only a couple days away, which There's is wonderful. Your explanation, Preston, up on the screen about right. uh, air-chilled. Air, air-chilled chicken is cooled by passing the birds through several chambers where cold, purified air is used to cool the meat, oh, yeah. resulting in no added moisture, stronger flavor, and less chance for, decontam- for oh, yeah. decontamination. Wait, remember we talked about, um, we talked about meat and... Uh, I think you guys were talking, you know, uh, different steaks and, you know, how... Dry store, and yes. stuff like well, that. Well, yeah. and how it's stored and stuff like that. That's what air-chilled chicken is. Like, it, you're getting a better quality right. and a better taste. Very good. Thank you. We got it all cleared up. I love it. Uh, what's on your show today? We will have the 12 Days of Metallica continuing uh, tickets for both August 4th and August 6th at 12 noon. We will have workforce blocks of David Bowie and Bush, and it's Delaware Day. Hmm. So we will celebrate with a great Delawarean, if such a word exists. Bob Marley. Uh, ah. Well, he did spend some time in he Delaware. Did live here, yeah. Which is true. Um, they're not a, it's not a huge list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure. George Thorogood? Well, Lonesome George, the yeah. bard of the yeah. bard room. Yeah. Um, and um, then some George Thorogood. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
What about so, George Thorogood? Well, we got him, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the Destroyers. We got that. All right, good. The Delaware, Delaware Destroyers. Yeah. Delaware Destroyers. Happy Delaware Day. Uh, and happy Delaware Day to you. You bet. All right. Let's uh, thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Family and Company Jewelers. You can fill her stocking with a gift she'll show off all year long from South Jersey's Holiday Diamond Destination. Also brought to you by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan and Acme Markets Fresh Foods. Local flavors. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow on our program, we're going to be giving away more Christmas miracle passes. Ooh. And we'll find out what wonderful things we can dive in together on your drive into work. Yes. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do, do, be, do, 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 do